everyone to the Pro Wrestling Spotlights present our very, very special True Hill Heat 50. It is our 50th episode. We want to thank everyone that's watching us live from the Pro Wrestling Spotlight as well as the True Hills group page. We have a whole bunch of cast of characters in our True Hills <laughs> studios today live here. So we're going to bring on a couple of past guests and hosts of True Hill Heat. So we thank y'all for joining us. But we're going to be discussing all of the news coming out of Premiere Week, Monday Night Raw's uh, premiere on Monday, as well as Correct. AEW and NXT, the Wednesday night wars on wednesday and of course friday night smackdown last night it is me it is me your true hill phenom getting this phone from the producer my name is sp3 we got over here to my far right of course the resident true hill alcoholic um i i got like so a few numbers in the first 49 episodes this man has consumed um i think it's 4.585 ounces of alcohol 4.85 million ounces of alcohol oh, yeah. in our first 49 episodes of True Hill Heat. Five, God damn it. Five million is coming at the end of this episode. Let, let's, let's go for it. Oh, you got her a, cha a, a chalice? You got her a chalice for this episode. You wasn't going to bring it. I got everybody cups. What are you talking about? You wasn't bringing us fancy cups. Oh, so you have to have a this crown? Is, this is just episode attack SP. And, and, and a chassel. Oh, it is going. It's like Baron Corbin, but better. You propped that ass. No, and, and my main antagonist here to my right is the lovely and the beautiful princess of the true hills herself. Princesses are better than queens because they don't have they have less work to do. Uh, this is Miss Chrissy Love. I can't even talk about Because I got to do a cross room like toast because everybody's got to tap it because you know what I mean? And this is going to be for okay. a lot of people that's, that's guests that's go, apparent. But you can, I got to make sure that I get this done right. You can go around, you can you know, go around you know, off screen you know. like... Yeah, you know, I'm definitely going off screen. Yeah. Definitely going off screen. Yep. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's passing yeah. around to our guests and studio audience Whoa. here today for True Hill Heat 50. We got a bunch of guests ready to come on to give their Whoa. memories and thoughts from the first 49 episodes of True Hill Heat and, of course, get into everything that's going on in the wrestling world. So, first up, we got to bring in a gentleman who has actually been working on something special for us that you might see in this episode if the producer remembers what I was talking about before. But I'm going to bring him on right now for how we start off every True Hill Heat episode, our True Hill Roll Call, where we shout out folks from the group page, True Hills, from the Spotlight Nation, and from our True Hill Heat podcast page, as well as the YouTube channel. It is none other than a very talented gentleman, artist, photographer, co-host of Weed and Wrestling. Yes, bringing two of my great loves together. It is none other than Brian. Brian. Yes, yes, yes. Brian Danielson. Daniel Brian. The light skin. Light skin, yes. Light skin, Sid. Yeah, my cousin. My light skin, Sid. Why do you always claim somebody what why can't i yo 49 you literally try to claim larry morgan that was lm3 oh. yeah you gotta say his own name i fucked up larry morgan 
Morgan. You yeah. trying to claim Larry Morgan. You trying to call him LM3, and now you're calling him your baby cousin? No, we're like the next we're, person that you're gonna steal. We're like best friends. He's like the Trent Beretta because he's in better shape yo, yo, to yo, my to yo, my Chuck E. T. With this positivity shit, and I'm gonna be a dad, so I'm getting working on my dad bod. <laughs> so yes, I love I love the background. So so Brian, you you joined us just a few episodes ago. Yes. But what has been your like greatest memory? You've been on the show. I know you've watched a few episodes. And so what has been your best memory from True Hill Heat? The Darius Carter. Okay, that's perfect. Darius Carter. Why would the interview ever? Oh wow! And and look and look, the producer has done his job. Yes. We have oh, our, our, our brand new yes. our brand new logo for True Hill Heat, True right, Hill Heat 50. This is awesome. Yes. This was a this was worked on by Brian. Brian put this all together for us, Thanks, so we guys. appreciate you working on this on this logo. Thank you, Brian! Okay, now I recall this this conversation. No, oh, now now yeah. she recalls the conversation. Oh, oh, so we're, we're not gonna oh, get so, started. So, on Brian that. Getting, so Brian is getting over. Yes, he's over. See? He's over again. Yes. 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 Absolutely. So you said the Darius Carter interview. Why was the Darius Carter your best memory from True Hill? He interviews every situation to be an asshole, and looks like he smells some shit. I don't know if he's seen got that that stuff, yeah. But he really, he really like disrespected me. All I was trying to do was try. Manager. Yeah, I was just trying. Exactly. And and he just completely just buried me. A little one's producer? <laughs> you know, you know, teach his own, teach his own. But Brian, we want to thank you for coming on. He got his own cup. Don't even show that. What the fuck is I swear to God. I swear to God, he can't he can't even pour drinks without botching. Like, see this whole mess. That was me. I did. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. First of all, thank you, thank you. So can can you continue your soliloquy? I, I was here? just making sure you're done. Instead of over here talking <laughs> nonsensical opinions that weren't facts. Just making sure you're continue. done. Continue. So so Brian, uh, tell everybody once again. I know you joined us before. You told them about your podcast, but please tell them about the podcast. Five villains, weed and wrestling, everything you're doing, brother. Starting with five villains is the brand for the natives of New York City. Five boroughs, five villains. Where it's the villain theme, where everybody acts like they're somebody they don't like. And we give you graffiti, wrestling, being on the block, artwork, streetwear, whole nine. Fivevillains.shop. Artwork done by me. Of course. Also, <laughs> everything you get on the shop will be made fresh and sent to your home. Um, all yeah, right, all right. Some stuff from you, so we got to, you know. Oh, thank you. She's still waiting on her princess, her princess uh, of the True Hills t-shirt. Oh, I got you. There you I go. I got you. Want a custom portrait? I got you, too. Uh-huh. This guy, this guy is multi-talented, and and please, of course, tell him about weed and wrestling as well. Can I get some custom alcohol? Like you making everything custom? Can I get some custom vodka? We'll see. Come on, come on, you gotta make things happen, man. How do I draw alcohol? I want you to draw that for me. So what he's saying, what he's saying is, go home, practice, get you know, get sketches going. Yes, absolutely. Good morning. I'm, I'm going to sleep. Um, but <laughs> You're probably tired. You've been doing so much this week. I'm just, you know. I, I've been on the run. I've been in Washington, D.C. I'm doing this. How so. did you allow this? But, you know, well, whatever. But we're not, not, not going to get into that because she's probably watching us live. Good. But, uh, I, yeah. I wish she was here. <laughs> 
But yes, uh, Brian, Weed and Wrestling as well with your podcast. Yes, for all those who love Which Mary I'm still James waiting to get to come on. And what? I'm still waiting to come on. Oh, you're definitely welcome. Just let's set up the thing. We got it. Okay, again. You're here, so you have to get numbers. Okay, great. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to him now. I'm live. Okay. All right. Good. Yes. You, but, you, but, you know what? But let him let him do this. It's your family and it's your cousin. You make sure you just give him the numbers. All right. All right. Okay. I'll connect y'all. Thank you. I'll be I'll be the least, the, the mutual it. connection here. But tell them about weed and wrestling as well. Ooh, what you just Mary said? Mary Jane Flowers in the Square Circle. We are the mm. podcast for you. Those. Ooh, Mary Jane. Oh, of course. Yes. I love that. Just a little relaxing while everybody. Me and Glenn coming on together. You can't even let him finish a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all good. laughs> Would you please? <laughs> and I haven't even interrupted. He hasn't. That's why I'm surprised. I'm But I'll let you get into the roll call, sir. If you if you can do the honors for us. Like you wanted him to. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's two main things that will bring friends uh. together: weed and wrestling. So we just decided to put it on one podcast. Oh, your hands are freezing. <laughs> Yes. Wait, 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 hold on. We cleared that whole lane for you to say that? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Well, well obvi- obviously he had some Mary Jane followers before he came on here. He is in a nice, relaxed state. Wait a minute, hold on. Why did you bring the, the little yeah, I got earlier. Yeah, yeah, when I had the motherfucking back here, that. that's all you had to say? Can someone yeah. get some tissues? This, 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 this is really upsetting right now. So anybody else comes on here with that light shit, I swear you getting interrupted in the first two sentences. I swear to you didn't even make it to two sentences. You had one. Light shit, we the same color. We I don't give a fuck what color we are. And actually, actually, listen, listen. Listen. I'm ready to controversy. I mean, <laughs> that's just what yeah, happens. Keep, my piss yellow is a little bit darker than yours. Wow. Whoa. Ill. Yeah. Wow. Ill. I'm just saying. Listen, listen, listen. You, you, you hear these child jokes when you're younger and you just adapt to it. Ain't no pedophiles in here, I'm telling you that shit now. We ain't pissing on no minors. That shit is dumb. Oh. That's dumb. Ain't no minors getting that's not happening here. I don't know where that come from, where that energy came from. That shit needs to stay that way. <laughs> Daniel R. Kelly, where it currently like this before? Oh. I know you were. I was just no, I, I was asking the question. It's a question. Uh, uh, for um double double up. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to double up. Are you a flirt? Oh man. I, you know what? Okay, let's 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 calm down, Chrissy. Brian, Brian, could you could you read our, our names, please? Our uh, roll call, please. Listen. Don't do it. Don't hurt it. Of the True Heel dedicated to you, the viewing audience, and more specifically, the True Heels group page. This is a form of recognition for those who contribute, comment, share, and create the conversation on the True Heels page, and or more. One of the live events oh, we attend. Brother. So our top three uh, conversation starters, once again, uh, coming in at number three behind three counts own NK at number two, the true face himself, Steve Salvage. And of course, at number one, once again, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Guys, you guys have been on the True Hill roll call, the top three for 10 straight weeks. I need you guys to message me my in uh, yeah, on, on Facebook. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys got the show off the rails within like five minutes. It's a record so uh <laughs> so 
You guys, all three of y'all, NK, Steve, Nick, inbox me. I'm sending y'all True Hill t-shirts because y'all are the, the top oh, three, the True Hill Trinity. Uh, Israel, Melina, um, Robert Taylor, Stone King, Devin Janelle, Young, Mark Small, all True Hills that we got to shout out. A special plug for the new basketball podcast that I'm doing, the Four Quarters Podcast. Five million jobs you got. Yeah, one of the five million jobs I got. And we talk about the Chicago Bulls uh, <laughs> post-Michael Jordan collapse oh, on this on this week's episode. Yes, yes. We talk about that on, the, on this week's episode. Brian, anything you want to say to the viewing audience? I know you have to do your merch table at HOG. So anything you want to sign off on? I want to know what everybody's thoughts on where the position of wrestling is at right now. Mm. I like put your comments in the comments section. We are we are live on the Pro Wrestling Spotlight True Hills group page. Brian, we appreciate you got you coming on. I know you have to run, you have to do your thing, but we appreciate you. And thank you for our beautiful logo, our beautiful logo, of course. True Hills Spotlight. What do you think about our off the rail starts? All right, the Negro Buck starts out with True True Hill Heat 50, baby. He also said less than two minutes in, and the show was already off the rails. <laughs> yep. Any, anybody that hasn't watched, I mean, clearly, what we'll be oh. doing, fixing it at 50? Yep. Clay wants us to change the name of the show to True Heel AEW already. Wow, really? Oh, we haven't okay. even right, spoken right. about AEW. Next. Yeah, I don't know Next. why you even read Clay's Clay's comments. No one cares what Clay thinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes he's not even ready. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even read it. You've been doing this for forty-nine episodes. You don't know which comments to read and which comments not to read. Bye, Brian. Alex There's about 100 of them on here already. He picked Oh, he put the sippy bottle over. He put the sippy bottle. Yeah, he, he, but he's still using the sippy straw. Hey, hey, you know. Hey, what? the straw is lit, oh, son. Yeah. He grew up. Anything else? Dre says, "Hey, we want some Chris. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. We're getting a little bit better. We're getting a little bit better. Yeah. Hey. Miller says, "Already leaning. You don't need any more alcohol, fam." <laughs> Who's this? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm almost at five hundred. I'm for five million. Five million. Ounces. Five million ounces. Five million ounces. I mean, you might be right. I'm pretty sure my next physical, he's gonna tell me I have no liver left. He'll, he'll probably hit that by True Hill. He. 52. Two more episodes. Alex 52? Owen says, it's been a while, so I must say, hashtag fuck Corbin. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin, hell yeah. How about for it? Wait, I just want to say he was the best heel of the night last night. Oh my God, what? I know he was the punching bag. Not for nothing. He that was that was probably his best set of lines in the past. When you can stand in front of when you can stand in front of a legend like The Rock and the face of the company and Becky Lynch and tell them I'm superior to both of you. Absolutely. Not for nothing. Whoever did his um his his cape. But I would have made it with a with a train though. Made it a little bit bigger and nope, no. And make it like coming to America. I need to see the lion's eyes. I need to see the stone. I need it all big and everything. You gotta upset the vegans. Okay, well then it'll be all right. Anything else from the spotlight? He is still good. Yep. All right. So we gotta bring on our next guest. It is a person 
who has been on not a host on the show but a special guest host for a record number of times she's been on the show i believe it was we did the count uh earlier today i think it's like four times she's been a special guest host on true hill heat making it number five the queen of jobbers in the jobber tears podcast yeah. Janelle from HR. Yeah, oh my god. Jabber Queen. Jabber Queen. Jabber Queen. No, no, I gotta get up. I gotta get up. I'm from this one here. I gotta get up. I gotta get up. But just be clear, I don't job to anyone, so. But damn sure it doesn't. I just wanna be clear. I know you've done a lot. You've been on True Hill Heat 8. You've been on True Hill Heat 10. 39 and 44. Mm -hmm. So, what has been your greatest memory of the episodes you've done with us or any other episodes from our first 49? Um, definitely the Hot Girl Sub episode. You guys, you guys definitely killed that one. By far my favorite episode because... Really? We, yes. Because we low got drunk. Yeah. yeah they were saucy. It came out of nowhere. Like, really? Yeah, we were just talking. We were just talking and we were just like, man. No. Hey. <laughs> 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 I didn't get there. Right, exactly. I don't. We it just came out of left just, field. Yeah. Yo, yeah. not for nothing. For a damn near two hour podcast for two women to hold it down, it was phenomenal. Thank you. Oh, it you was know. phenomenal. It was a best. hell of a two hours. I was, I literally, you I enjoyed yourself? That's one of the first episodes that I fully watched all the way back from start to finish. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, but, I damn sure they watched seven back from start to finish. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? What? Oh, seven? Rough. That so-called rogue episode. Oh, that was the best ah, one. Ah, that was ah, the ah, best ah, one. Ah, that was the best one. I just love how that that background full of the Tennessee Titans was all around us. And I was just like, who's the fan is this? Like, I wonder where he is in life. I don't know. But and they're now, pretty decent this year, so I give you that. Now he's bringing on the like the Titans merch to shows. Like he's getting, he's Shit. taking it too far. He's too taking, far. taking it too really? far. Cowboy fans, I can respect Jesus, that. I hate wow. That. Listen, this is T from Nashville. <laughs> 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 so T from Nashville. Yo, I'm hard on Cowboy. I'm not throwing a star down oh. y'all neck. Like Jesus, I mean, so, I'm not okay. throwing a fake Patriot or, or we won six Super Bowls or we won six Super Bowls. I mean, the listen, quarterback and coach of all time. Yes, I'm doing that shit. We're from Nashville for fucking sakes. Yeah, which is still really randomly delicious. why it are really you is. I'm kind of like torn to now. So well, moving on. Of course, we gotta get into our top news. So we oh, gotta wait. actually before we do. Yes. Before I do, actually, just want to take a smidge of. A, I am actually super duper proud of you guys. Like. We're Aww, all in this podcast, like, community around where, you know, people are like, oh, you're competing. And we're just like, no, we're not actually not competing. We actually talk about totally different things, have totally different styles. But I, I'm super duper proud of each and every one of you guys in this room. And Thank I had you. to take the time to say that because we can't, and I always say, we can't do the things without you guys' support. So you guys have always supported us at the Job of Tears podcast since day one. So I'm super thankful of you guys, and I just want to say thank you before we do go on the top news. Well, I, I, appreciate I, appreciate you. You. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Guys. Well, I appreciate you. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a, 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 I mean, I'm anemic. Are you anemic? I don't know. I'm saying, like, there's I cannot be mean to. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. And who's those future people? And, and the jobber is one of them. The the you know Janelle from HR is one of them. Like she she's 
She's so awesome. And if you have never had a chance to meet her, she's an amazing human She being. really is, though. And yep. her knowledge and her passion for wrestling is unlike none others. Mm -hmm. I just I just love everything about her. I just wish that I had the chance to get out more, to, to interact more. Trust me, 2020, we're going to make some moves. I'm, 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 I'm putting, I'm plotting down some seeds in the South for us to really start doing some big things. So I'm excited for 2020, but I'm excited for your 50th episode. I, yes, I just so. want to say, guys, if you are watching us for the first time or you've never seen Janelle before, check out the Jobber Tears podcast. It's on YouTube. They go live on IG. I know they go live on Facebook Live as well now. Yeah, so we're actually changing. We used to be on Wednesdays, but wrestling has got into the way of us recording. So we're actually going to be starting our new season this Thursday. Um, on Facebook Live, Instagram, and we're going to be placing it on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz. So I'll Thursdays is the day that the Java Tears is going to be taking over um, your ears. So, so well, we got we got we got, we got news on. Yeah, I want to say the same thing. I'm still waiting on a formal invite for the Java Tears podcast. <laughs> Why does everybody keep saying? I'm still that? waiting you know for that because so I haven't received one. Literally, yet. every person that's been on the podcast has actually asked. Like, it's not even like we've actually invited people. But they just either have asked, like, yo, can I be on? It's something called schedule, Can we boo. figure it out? Well, like, we got to figure this out. That's, listen, I'm ready where you are. <laughs> she's like, she's like the ball, the ball, the ball is in your court, sir. Listen, listen, my people don't talk to no one except the stuff that involves themselves. Wait, that's okay. white grape. I'm sorry. I'm so she, she, she needs a cup. Sorry. Like you gotta do your, I've never do your job. That. Do your job. Yes. Um, this is how, this is how my people like to have interaction. Why the hell do you think I'm so mean? Absolutely. Um, but <laughs> also, as well as the Jobber Tears podcast, she has a nice, like, sideshow on the Jobber Tears podcast network called Inside the Indies. I need to see more of that. But Yes, I, trust me. We need to get into this top news because there's so much going on in the wrestling world. We're going to start off with some AEW news Cheers. because they had a huge week, of course. AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! Dynamite! Now you have to be like Scorpio Sky did. Dave, you need to be the one nigga on TV to be like, Dynamite! Come on. JJ, baby. Make me proud. Slightly a nigga. AEW Dynamite. Oh, we made it to wrestling. Yes, yes. If y'all can let me continue. AEW Dynamite debuted on TNT to 1.4 million viewers. It be out. WWE NXT Live on USA who had 891 viewers. AEW had uh, 0.7 Nelson rating, which is uh, 700,000 households watch AEW Dynamite, while NXT did uh, 0.5, which means 500,000 households watch NXT. My was clutched that night. I'm just letting y'all know that. Um, yeah, it was on and it was popping. Well, it had to be on because the whole second hour of NXT was picture in picture. Oh my God. Like, I, I understand they said limited commercials i didn't mean that only meant for riddle versus cole because <laughs> danny birds danny birds versus pete dunn was four minutes of commercials and two minutes of the Wrestling? best two minute match i've ever seen yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, eight minutes house. eight minutes of That's a 15 I minute match to it. i was really paying attention to the AEW. i mean like eight minutes of the candace LeRae shane and basil match was on commercials as well so your picture in picture had to be on match. point yeah I'm it was i'm not even gonna lie like i'm not a big candace LeRae me neither but i think she's just as boring as her husband but yeah uh, i mean other than that i mean let's talk about facts sweetheart I'm let's just, just say <laughs> well but actually Spade. she gave shana everything the business yeah so actually i'm kind of 
on you with the whole commercial shipping. Bills got to get paid. Like, of course. Yeah. So what did you think about the, the outcome with the numbers? And what was your thoughts on both shows, AEW Dynamite and NXT? Ooh, interesting. I mean, numbers is just numbers. Honestly speaking, I think us, us as fans, we all won that night. I mean, yeah. shout out to Love Story and Romeo for uh, showing both. So I did not have to choose. Yep. I was just watching one of the yeah. yeah. Like literally nice. standing in the middle of the bar like this, like, wait, what's going on? Okay, wait. <laughs> um, so that's, so I didn't have to make a choice. And you know what? I think with, um, because, and also AEW had put it on as a replay right after. So right if after. they continue the to media. do that, then I probably, now Ten I can pick and choose yeah. or I can finagle something. Yeah. But in terms of the numbers, the numbers doesn't matter to me. Um, like but I were you say, surprised about the numbers? No. Because, like I said to you, when we were off camera before we went live, and what I've said on our group, is that you're you're comparing a debut. So that's like, let's say, if Jabba Tears had debuted two weeks before you guys, and we had, like let's say, 100 views. And we went two weeks, and then the week you debuted, you tripled that. Why? Because you went on first. But but, but NXT. Like hold on, hold on. It's like a movie when a movie comes out and then three weeks later. But 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 what I will say is that NXT's debut premiere on USA did one point one seven two. AEW's premiere on TNT with one point four. So even if even if even if they premiered on the same night, AEW won. If they premiered on the same night, AEW was going to win from the beginning because it's the shiniest toy on the block. Like let's just call the spade a spade. I mean we've been all been invested on nxt for the past what four years or so mm -hmm. so like you once again to me it's like comparing apples and oranges yeah like yeah let's say like if you're not invested and there are people that watch wwe every week and don't watch nxt have just started yes, watching NXT, yes, and that, that shit mind boggles me anyway yep. yes. so it's like it's like what, what kind of rock have you been living under so there are going to be fans that are just going to be NXT fans that are just going to be fans that are AEW. Like, there's just not going to... I mean, it's rare you find a group of amazing people that, yeah, I mean, you, know, you know, just like everything. And but, Janelle, I have a question. Though. Sure. I have a question. And the question is actually... So, with the viewership of AEW, which is... I even called a million viewers, but seeing one, almost one and a half, were you surprised by how many people actually tuned in for a new brand like AEW that is not WWE. No, because I, we're in the we're in the, the generation where there are rebels. And everyone But has that been, many? Yeah. 1.5 million Absolutely. rebels? I mean, you have, you have that. You also have people that you have to think about it too. Like, we're blessed that we have channels like that. There's some people that just have Team T. Mm. There are some people that may not have USA. Just like mm -hmm. how Sling fucking gave up fucking Fox, and now I got to figure out football season. That's a different Assholes. story for a different day. Fox app, move. Fox app. Yeah. No, I figured it out when I was at work last week. <laughs> I had to watch the Giants game. And I was like, oh no, y'all not gonna take this away from me. But you have that. You have that too to keep the, uh, to in thought of people like that have TNT. TNT is more accessible, mm. <laughs> accessible than yeah. USA. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind too. But am I surprised? No. It does it worry me that NXT and WWE is in trouble? No. It but should. But watching that that eighteen that eighteen to forty nine number is bad. But for me, like that they 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 told that's what they told that's the whole reason they put it against AEW because they said NXT would be the best one for the eighteen to forty nine. Mm -hmm. AEW I did. I think out of the other two brands, it is. Yeah, but it's not. It it's no, gone I down like, since no. that first week. It's gone down fifty percent. Now my yeah. question to you is if it was Smackdown born. was on Wednesday going against AEW, would the number for AEW be the same? If SmackDown was on Fox, then Fo SmackDown would have been. No. If it wasn't on Fox, let's just say. 
No, if it wasn't on Fox, it wouldn't be. It, okay. it wouldn't beat their eighteen. But that's what I'm saying. So why would it beat it on Fox then? Because Fox is oh, more accessible. Fox is Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. And that was why I had the ultimate. Because like, that's like, like the, the two, four, five. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like but that's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like in terms of true. the kind of wrestling field, NXT has it. Damn sure did. Compared to a Raw or SmackDown, like you're gonna like whether you're indie fans or you like backyard wrestling all type of random old shit. Like you're gonna gravitate to either. NXT, honestly, or AEW. Yeah. And that's just going to be that. But like I said, I don't think it's such a concern. I think it's it's one episode. It's, it's not one, something yeah. to be like, red alert, red alert. And watching both at the same time, they actually are, I don't feel it's a competition. They actually offer two different things. Think, yeah, right, like, yeah. Completely so different things. Like, if you're looking at AEW, I mean, of course, it's going to give me an old Nitro feel. It's going to give me an old, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. WCW, Tony Schiavone, who I adore. Oh, I heard he was amazing. He was amazing. Like, Tony Schiavone is like he just looks different. He's, he looks the same, but just with a mustache and just older. But, but where great. I was watching, and that's the thing with NXT, you are once again you already invested, you already knew storylines, you already knew the characters. Like AEW is doing a rollout, so to compare, it's just like it does not make sense. Not to, to mention that Cody came out in his red bottoms, and you know, yo, when Cody came out with the red bottoms, girl, Let's talk about it. Let's I was win. hollering. I said, oh, Brandy out here buying red bottoms for her man. Thank you. <laughs> like, real good. You know what I'm saying? He slid in. Like, remember when The Rock slid to do the rock bottom? That's how Kobe slid in with them red bottoms. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, them, them shoes would not have any grips at all. No, they were fresh. Like, he, like, yeah, yeah, he just slid with the box. box. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was there live at AEW Dynamite. I did not realize that Kobe, Kobe had on red bottoms. That was the first That's time. That's He slid in. I said, it was right hey, there. As soon as he ran in the ring, you saw the feet. No, you just, yeah. I'm, I'm, once again, how it translates on TV and how it translates on well, yeah, you're right. It's two different, different, different things. It's two different so, things. So, I'm just saying. I'm red bottoms. He's looking so, real crisp. So, over here to the right, top guy, JJ, what you thought was the better show? AEW Dynamite or NXT Live on USA? To, to be honest with you, and this is not a... Con- this is, to me, this is an opposite answer. I think the winner was both shows together. Because I think just the fact of finally... And this has been... If you haven't watched like the wars back then, to be able to tune in and watch... Two different shows. I felt like watching one made me hype for the other and vice versa. It was just such an awesome dynamic. But if you really want me to pick one, I think from start to finish, I had a bigger feeling for AEW's debut. And it's because of that debut. It had that pay-per-view feeling. It felt like everything was big for that night. Now, NXT, I think, had the bigger storyline pictures going forward. But as far as the shows, I really had this. I was pumped. I was actually pumped for a freaking wrestling show. I haven't been pumped for a wrestling show in God knows how long. I couldn't wait to get home and turn on my TVs Mm -hmm. and put on that double screen. Like, it was such a thing of beauty that you can literally flip from show to show and now compare products. Mm -hmm. And they were both outstanding to me. Mm -hmm. Like, for this week, they were both outstanding. And for any of the idiots... That says, oh, let's see how long it can last. Shut the fuck up and enjoy <laughs> what you just saw. Yeah, like, we've been opinion. clamoring and begging and begging and begging <laughs> and begging for some good shit. And we finally did good shit. And what did the assholes on, on, on the rest of the social media say? Oh, let's see how long it lasts. Let's see how long it lasts. Oh, suck a dick. It lasted wow, this wow, week. Wow, wow, whoa. Like, it, la- no, right? no, it lasted, it lasted. Ooh. Like, we finally been asking That's your for pearls, something. Friend. We finally been asking for something and we don't, finally don't get it. We've been getting it. We've been getting it. We got it. We got a combined. I'm gonna do all that shit. That's a fuck idea. I'm gonna get everything my shit back and I'm gonna bring this shit back to my room. Wait, you had two? 
product for so long, and then we literally got non honestly like on national look, look, TV. Look, look, look how it looked though. It looks we, on awesome. TV, we got four <laughs> quality episodes of television. Four, four in one week. We've been begging for one in five months. Hey, it's I mean, a change. It's a change, and we got it. Uh, Chrissy, what was your thoughts on the show and then the numbers? Um, yes, <laughs> I have. You can tell. AEW did bring the smoke. I've been saying this for the, the longest. It was going to bring the smoke. Hopefully, it lights a fire underneath WWE. But I was just hyped to have both shows um, on and available. I enjoyed both of them. I love the ending of both shows. That was my favorite part of both shows. This first nigga one. is clear. Like I have a, I have beef with Champa because I asked that nigga. Like, so when you coming back? You know, like he was gonna tell you. He could have. He kept the kayfabe. That was all on kayfabe because my nigga definitely hit me with the January, maybe April. I was like, ooh, mania. That of was of course, hey. of course. So when I read Thursday morning, this nigga is clear. And, uh, I had to put you on the street. I said, oh, I love him. I love him some Champa now. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed both shows. Who won for me? Damn. Um, I'm going to give it to AEW. I, I can agree with these two over here to the right. You have an experience. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I there live. There. So I, I kind of had so the cheat code. The yeah. cheat code there of being live, but yeah, I, felt like, I, felt, I felt like... I felt like... Sorry. Are we not going to say that Finn Balor went back to... Um, I was going to get to that. Okay. So, the one, the, from top to bottom, I felt AEW had the better show. Right. NXT had, by far, the better matches. Yes. yes. The matches Absolutely. on NXT yes. as yes. a whole yes. were better yes. than yes. AEW. But NXT just threw too much shit at the wall to try to beat AEW. And they did. Just try to have your best show. That was the difference between AEW and NXT. Yep. AEW was trying to have the best show they possibly could have. And NXT was trying to beat AEW. They really tried. Anytime you tried to beat, you're on defense instead of offense, you usually lose. So... That's the problem with NXT and that Finn Balor. We're gonna get into it more when we talk about okay. NXT. But, it but was Finn, a show on both ends. Finn Balor yeah, to NXT. I'm gonna say it right now. I might be in the minority. That is backwards. That no, is a downgrade. No. That is not. That is not. No, that, no, I don't no, think no, that's no, a no, positive. No, that's, no, no, that's, no, no, that's, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's my opinion. Let's let's hear from the spotlight in the True Hills. All right, the Negro Buck says Riddle versus Cole was probably one of the best NXT matches. <laughs> and he's okay. Back. It was really good. Um, it was really good. And Steve no, Selvig uh, says Janelle speaking facts about her diatribe earlier. Uh, JMC with the controversial comment. Oh boy. The yeah. best thing about AEW, they didn't give the first women's championship to Nyla Rose. I don't I think they would have been prepared for all the backlash if they did that. But why would it be backlash? No, I agree with JMC. I honestly. Why would it be backlash? He's being a realist. He's being, a realist. He's being honest. There was going to be backlash. No, but if you're sitting here promoting, we're going to bring you diversity, we're going to bring you something different. And then you, let's say they okay, would have crowned Nyla Rose as champion. The first champion. So, well, I really thought that was going to happen. And, and but, 
headline, then that right. but after, fulfilling what but you're after, saying. At the but end of the day, that same energy. Don't sit here and sit here and say we want diversity. We want diversity. But the argument would be, they, well, we the, threw her in the match. Exactly. She was in the she was well, in you, the match. Well, she won that she battle royal when you did the battle royal. But she won the battle royal on pay per view. She was in the match. She was on the debut show. She had a spotlight moment. The match was a cluster. AEW Dynamite. That was the match that got the loudest reaction from the crowd. That was by far the loudest reaction I heard for a women's match since Bailey versus Sasha at at Brooklyn. Yes. Nobody had expectation for it. Yeah, yeah. It had very low expectation. Super low expectation. But because it was so low, anything that wowed you, you took that shit to level ten. But but it doesn't it doesn't matter. I've I've seen matches with low expectation. They never exceeded and had a crowd reaction like that. That was the loudest crowd reaction to a women's match I've ever heard since Sasha versus Bailey take over Brooklyn one. You know what that match kind of reminded me of reaction wise? Cheering that it wasn't Nyla though. Well, maybe. (laughs) That match kind of reminded me of. Remember when? Becky Lynch had her breakout match at NXT against Sasha Banks. No, yeah. she's boring. But 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 she, Ooh, she had wow, a breakout whoa, match at NXT, and it was against Sasha. She gave it a way better match than anticipated, and the reaction got better and yeah. better throughout the match. Yeah, that's what happened on Wednesday. Like Becky or not. So wait, but like Nyla happened. or Rio so or not? They is, they delivered on Wednesday. So Rio looks like a, a low budget fairy princess in that costume. If Nyla would have won, how you would have felt though. Garbage. Me personally, how I would have felt if Nyla Rose won, I would have been okay with it because I'm not a bigot and I don't have discrimination against transgendered. I mean, I think I think they should. But but wait wait wait. Can I can I just can I just say? Can I can I just say? No matter what. That's they shouldn't. They shouldn't have made Nyla the first AEW Women's Champion. Why? Not because she wasn't born a woman. Because no matter when Nyla wins the AEW Women's Championship, she's gonna be a first. Yep. So yep. it doesn't. She doesn't have to be the first ever champion. She's, she's gonna, gonna be, be the first. first. Yep. That's fine. That's I mean, fair. I mean. The belt, the belt looks like a toy anyway, so I don't know if she wants it in. It's probably Yo, are, we not gonna, are we not going to really talk about that belt? Way better. We're going to get into everything AEW yeah. when we talk about the show. It's a toy belt. Uh, it's a toy. It's, I mean, let's hear from the spotlight in the trios. You pay 25 cents for it. You turn the thing. You got out the thing. What the? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, did you just say it was like a gumball? Yeah. All right. Exactly. Exactly. No, because every old school woman's title was that size. Y'all oh, just not old school fans. Also, I get it. Oh, I get it. People want to bring people want to bring back to the traditions of wrestling. You gotta bring stuff back. The men's title. Why did the men's titles grow so dramatically? Remember, men's titles were smaller as well. No, not like no. The W the WWF title that that Hulk Hogan had was bigger than the England. The traditional NWA title. Yeah, yeah. It is the smallest men's titles in all of wrestling. They kept the traditional. So women's has obviously grown and evolved, but they kept that a toy. They can bring it, it back to the. They like bring it back to the dishes. It's just, yeah, it's just a toy. Small in real hands. Who cares what? Real, real is like a toddler anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Can we hear from our viewers, please? There's gonna be people that say, "Okay, one dollars, three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for some damn belt." You got carry around, lug around all different events. Who gives a shit how it looks? Right. All right, the Negro Buck between Riddle and the returns of Champa and Ballard. It shows that Triple H ain't fucking around, and I love it. I mean, hey. Absolutely. Throw That's everything good. against the wall. JMC uh, also agrees. Top to bottom, NXT had the better matches. Yes. That's it. 
All right. So the rest of the AEW news, we had Cody and Chris Jericho. They got into a huge brawl at New York Comic Con during the AEW panel yesterday. Wow. Our good friend Alex, the queen of the ring, who was another former guest that we got a shout out. She's going to be on uh, the Wrestling Regret with Regret YouTube channel giving her review of SmackDown. She was right in the front row at the AEW panel yep. and so many wrestling websites took her video and posted it on of their course. site. So we got a shout out Alex, the queen of the ring. November 13th, AEW Dynamite will be in Champaign, Illinois. Champaign. One thing, that's, a, that's a town? One thing yeah. I will say about oh, AEW... AEW are going back to the same markets too many times. You ha already have a show in Chicago on, on August 31st. You got it on Thanksgiving. Now you got a second show in Illinois. You had Baltimore You had Baltimore for full gear. You had Washington, D.C. for the debut show. It's too much in the same markets. Spread it out a little so bit. So you wanted to go cr cross country first. They got to spread it out a little bit. AEW <laughs> had a no anti-WWE signs policy at AEW Dynamite oh. premiere. They had a, a fan that had Vince Fears ratings sign yes. and it was taken away midway oh, through through shit. the show. Damn, yes. I that, yo. Yes. Oh, yo, I was yeah. like, yeah. yo, if I come with a sign that says Vince sent me, would they take we that shit down? I thought them, about that shit. That's funny. Attention. Exactly. And, and any acknowledgement that we Exactly. Any any type of science for WWE is promoting WWE, so I get oh, well, it. Well, WWE congratulated them on their debut, though. That was petty. You believe that? Oh, I love that. <laughs> when I found out Vincent Kennedy McMahon was a Virgo, I was just like, I get you, bro. But wait, wait, wait. But wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, 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 you thought they were serious? I thought it was nice. No, no so they, they're being assholes? Like, you did not, did you not read the line at the I end? I really didn't read the line. I that's know you didn't, because that's why, that's that was the line that said, oh, this was all bullshit. So, the oh. fans are the real heroes Yo. here, because they know, they know that they are going to be on the right of their lives, because it's a marathon, not a one-night race. Do you understand? Oh. So, think of it, <laughs> I can't go to my story, think of it like this, remember the old the wrestling group we were a right part now? of? Yes. And if I would have ever said congratulations but i really meant that probably not okay so that's exactly what happened oh okay <laughs> hey so, so you, it's, just it's, got, you just got hit on you got swerved yeah. like somebody on one. you really like well, like, 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 on one. like you like, like, happy for you <laughs> <laughs> all right well, i definitely did that though <laughs> i definitely met somebody who was just like i wish you nothing but the happiness and <laughs> did not mean that shit at all did not mean didn't it. mean it don't care so Edge negotiated Actually, with... He didn't speak to me at all because I was on that show. So oh, God. Edge uh, negotiated with AEW to get his... We didn't know. We didn't to know. get his new deal with WWE. We got more on that when we get to WWE. AEW oh. is available on TSN in Canada. That was made official this week before the premiere. Roll to AEW Dynamite special. This was how I knew the number would be big for the premiere show. Why? The uh, special, the countdown special that aired on Tuesday, October 1st, mm. had 600,000 views. All it was it was a whole video. bunch of clips from their YouTube channel. Yep. And it got 600,000 viewers. Like, that's when I knew. I was like, yeah, JJ was right. This might do a million tomorrow. <laughs> that was like, yeah, yeah, I gotta give him this much. And it was kind of due. The, it, was, it was really due, the fact that... um. This is one. It's a premiere. It's on TNT. Like TNT is a very popular network, and AEW has literally ran a stream of sold-out shows. So only put one and one together, they're gonna can, do pretty well as far as numbers were concerned. Can we just say how Tony Schiavone kept plugging that this is the first time that wrestling has been on TNT in since twenty years? In twenty years, okay. he kept he kept plugging it. Like let you let y'all know that this is not the. 
You're watching history. I was just like, you're watching history. Hello. Hello. Okay. Now, 15 years. I was like, half my life. That pre-show when the when the Fox announcer said the last time Brock was on we wrestled on SmackDown, hey, MySpace is. was the most popular social media. So. <laughs> top eight, top eight, bro. Wow. All right, All right so, so to wrap you up, to sign us off, off, since you never answered it, <laughs> what was the better show, AEW Dynamite or NXT Live on USA? I am going to agree with JJ. I'm still gonna be PG about it. I'm gonna say both shows came and delivered. Because yeah. I know you wanted me to choose. Wah, 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 but I'm not. Wah, wah. <laughs> like I said, I definitely think there was more. There were more. There was more wrestling on um, one NXT. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was doubt with AEW though. There were some segments I could have did without. Yeah. Not even gonna hold you like that whole That's Silent Bob and Jay shit. Could have did without that. I, I agree. I love the down for me. I mean, love to you. So I'm totally down with that, but then the whole Lucha Rose came out, all this type of shit. You're, you're preparing for the tag team tournament, I get it, but I don't feel like that was really necessary. I could have got another match. You gotta have some promos. You can't. They. NXT made a takeover for TV. You can't do that. Like on YouTube, they, they promote it other ways. You gotta promote it on TV. You got 120 minutes. I could have done a little without them. Just saying. You said everything that's correct. I feel like. And then I was just really like, kind of like, I was so sad that the whole. Moxley Omega thing ended the way I was great that it ended the spot was great but I was just like so where where can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad like he didn't even he didn't even wrestle in the like nigga just left them hanging like he got, he got DDT doing last two no, no, no. Wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. The glass table. Wait, wait. First of all, the glass table was kayfabe. When they replayed that, you literally saw Kenny Omega's head hit the ground. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That was a kayfabe glass table. So he took a bump on kayfabe glass table and Omega dropped his head on a concrete floor. Sounds like something that he would have done in New Japan, so it's okay. Yep. Also true. Like, talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was just like, oh, Kenny, then laughing. But I mean, Jack, Jackie Swaggy, baby, coming back. That was cool. But Undefe- undefeated <laughs> MMA fighter, Jake Hager. Record. I tell you that. Um, so, like, it was good to see him. I mean, it was rude. He was great. He was better than you. He was like a whole joint. I love it. I can stick with that. I was never looking like I mean, the whole stable idea, I could do without that, too. Because I just. The the New York girl in me that loves LAX, aka mm. Santana Ortiz, I just want them to establish themselves on yes. their own. Yes. That's just the New York girl in me. Yes. And seeing how they shout out to Battle Club Pro that had their um show last weekend and it was LAX's last match on the Indies and it was phenomenal against the Sea Stars. Mm. So shout out to them. Um but that's just me and I'm just like, oh, I wish they was just I just don't know if that works. I mean, Jericho works better by himself. If I just, I just, I, I kind of was so so about it, but Santana yeah. and Ortiz by themselves are baby faces. They have to be with somebody else to be here. They, they are, they are, they are. We, we, we are. Who came in and jumped, nigga? Like, like, and they got cheered. They got cheered. Because, the jumping people. When, we, when, no, no, no. Like but that. when they jumped with Jericho, Hager, and Sammy, they got booed. So that's the difference. They gotta have a heater. It was Conan and Impact when they first came in, and now they got they got Jericho and the rest of the boys. But Janelle, we appreciate you coming on for True Hill Heat 50. I 
also want to tell you guys our poll for our best guest host is up and Janelle and our next guests are in one and two. Are one and two. They're separated by one vote and we will give you the results on True Hill Heat 51. Listen, all I'm saying is my last plea. I didn't even, first of all, even know this poll was actually low-key going on. I was actually rapping. I didn't even know this poll. I didn't even know this poll. I appreciate y'all out there in the universe. Um, but... Wow. wow. Are you one? Did you vote? Who'd you vote for? Nobody. Damn. All right. Oh, so I suggest, I suggest you vote. Yeah. He voted for Sasha. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 okay, him. But once again, on the True Hill page, take your vote. I mean, the next guest that's coming on is, is a good friend of mine. But I can still whip his ass in ratings. So come on. Oh, get him. But thank you. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, is his voiceover because he's talented as fuck. I just talk shit about wrestling, but he's talented. So, so I think and I you too. So, you know. Oh, oh, you're gonna get him blushing. I ain't wanna say nothing, but you know, y'all gonna see in about two seconds. <laughs> I'm gonna let him shout out. I'll let him know because you know. Well, we thank Janelle for joining us once again. Her fifth time on True Hill Heat. So thank you, Janelle. We'll see. We'll see. We are sure to have another hot girl uh, summer uh, episode for sure. I appreciate you guys. We can do like a winter clothes, you know, winter shut in. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we can't call a snow bunny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know either, but you know. Well, I, I, but we did too much. Too much? Holiday time, guys. No, I know. I was saying, too much? Too much, Janet? Yeah. All right, you, that, that's the perfect way to sign off. Cheap Cheap Um, You can find me and my, my colleagues at the Job Podcast, at the Job Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we do have our viewing party. If anyone's coming from Comic Con, we're doing a costume mm. contest at the Rock tomorrow. Nice. And uh, so I might switch, switch it up. up. Originally, it was going to be two tickets to the holiday, but I may actually do two tickets to SmackDown. So SmackDown will be in New York, December 20th. What? Flosses, wow. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'm not sure. I'm not supporting you. I have it. Um, so that's the that's the the uh, Earth to uh, JJ on yes. uh, off the camera. Yes. <laughs> 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 um, so if you are in the New York City area, come on Wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Continue what you're saying.
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Woo! Thank you, Chanel. We appreciate your time. I love it. Until next time. Until next Black time. It's fine. He's got a murdered guy on her show. There we go. Let's hear from the spotlight and the chill Absolutely. Anyone from the spotlight and the true hills? Hey, the Negro brought the grease with Sid. Ortiz and Santana need a heater like Conan. Yeah. Oh, James Lee says Jake Hager was the tallest one on that show, LOL. And the Stat King replied, yeah, because Luchasaurus wasn't on the show. Luchasaurus was one of the most over people in that building. Let me just say. They were super ridiculous over. It was ridiculous. Go ahead. They chanted Luchasaurus before the show went live. They chanted Luchasaurus before his match. They chanted Luchasaurus. Yes, yes. He was getting chanted with really? He's over. He's over. Wow. He's over as well. Okay. Go ahead. Absolutely. Undefeated. Hey. Snack. Snack. Stat King didn't like you being political with that answer earlier. <laughs> of course. No one cares what you think. So, a couple of quick shout outs to a former uh, special guest. Stat King, of course, for our two Chicago episodes. A shout out to the job. To the the other, the other uh, <laughs> jobber tiers, uh, the jobbers, so Wilkins and Mr. Black, they couldn't yeah, make yeah. it on today, so we want to shout them out. And our next guest was also a guest on the Jobber Tears podcast, but he was a very special guest, one episode on True Hill Heat, and he is number one right now on our poll for our best special guest host so far. <laughs> According to Janelle Mesa, he, he is an actor, he is a shit talker. I met him through his fine, vicious, lethal words in support of Crime Time, aka Brooklyn's Finest, against me and the Toxic Trio. It is none other than Mr. Glenn Ford. Yes. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. So you, you, you quite impressed the True Hills and our viewers on the Spotlight Nation. You're number one on our poll, special guest. So what is your greatest memory from the episode you were on or anything we've done on uh, True Hill Heat from our various uh, 49 episodes or anything you've seen on our YouTube channel? Two episodes. Okay. Um, the first one, because if it wasn't for the first one, we wouldn't be sitting here. Absolutely. And Absolutely. My favorite moment is when you on the spot that was that was a good time it was it was a great time a great time indeed i loved it i loved having you on especially your your impersonation uh i, I call it a melody you get you went through all your impersonations even though even though i'm still waiting on you to do either a video or on the show Tell us how Leo Rush reacted to all his rumors that he had in recent in recent months. But now he can't even he can't even impersonate Leo Rush because he's been changing his hairstyle. Yeah, I did a brief video in my story. I had my glasses on, no shirt. I said, sunglasses, check, no shirt, double check, and I popped my pecs. 
And I said, uh, I said something like, um, I ain't never had no twisty things on my head, and I damn sure can't get it now. And he, and he was laughing, and he, he shared it, but it's true. If, if they have, like, a wig where I can fucking put it on your head, <laughs> then maybe, but uh, as for Leo Rush caricatures, it's, it's a wash. Oh, well, well it, it, was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. It was fun yeah. while it lasted. You can still do it I still, got, I still have uh, The Rock and Ric Flair and yeah. Dusty Rhodes and... And you recently did the Dave Chappelle reacting to, to hypocritical yeah, wrestling fans. So Wait, what? Yes. So it was a spinoff of um, Sticks and Stones, you know, Chappelle's Netflix special. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just imagining what would Chappelle say in regards to fickle wrestling fans, <laughs> hypocritical wrestling fans. And it wasn't so much as the impersonation that I was doing of Chappelle. And the delivery, it was just what I was saying and how Chappelle would say it. Mm. You know, uh, basically along the lines of, um, you know, you're campaigning for something to happen. And once it happens, you, you complain about it. And it's like, okay, so you're not going to go to a restaurant numerous times if you don't like the food that you're paying for. You know, it doesn't make sense to watch a product every week. And complain about it and at the end of my Chappelle skit I, I said don't watch as a solution to all your problems mm. because there is no solution to your problems because all you do is complain about the product it's a it's a constant and, cycle we wrestling and, and I had reiterated um you know how people say oh AEW is gonna put Vince McMahon out of business and no. in my Chappelle voice I was like man shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers forgot the body count the Vince McMahon had. Yeah, word. <laughs> Back. He's like, he's like going to, he's like all the territories he was rooting for in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s are all on the WWE Network. Motherfuckers must have forgot. You know, and it's true. It's like, yo, yeah. all them fucking territories Vince McMahon has. It's like, yeah, the product ain't what it was maybe, what, five, ten years ago, but it's still king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how many people want to have a WrestleMania moment? Absolutely. You know, people want to sign a one-year contract just to have that moment and go back on the indie scene mm. where the quality of wrestling is the best. But even not even like the indie guys. Take a look at one of the biggest stars in the world, our Lord and Savior, the UFC Hall of Famer. <laughs> the, the still, in my mind, in my heart, the reigning, defending women's champion of the universe Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. She came for one year before her impregnation yeah, vacation know, to be the face of the company. I don't dis- listen. I don't disagree I mean, in regards uh, to Ronda Rousey. If her promos were trash, so- no, I'm saying if her promos were solid, it would be no argument because she adapted as quickly as Kurt Angle in in an environment. Not too familiar. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Kurt Angle. Yeah. It's it's Kurt Angle, Ronda, and Buck. Not not from a promo aspect because Kurt Angle out the gate was great. Yeah. Promo wise. But in ring ability, like she adapted, like every match, one after the other, she she quickly adapted. And her matches were. Her matches kind of overpowered her gimmick and her promos. I think if she would have adapted. just her being her instead of being this, this thing. whatever they handed her on a piece of paper. Right, right. Then I think we would have appreciated her more. So what and you're saying is I should still kind of like her because they told her to be that way? 
No, I'm not expecting you to like her. I never expect you to like her. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, at least they didn't Roman Reigns her. Like they're doing to like her favorite for, right now? For, like force feeding, <laughs> force feeding everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> force feeding every legend to, to put her over, right. put her over to give him right. the rub. I mean, I mean she's, she's still over regardless. Yeah, she is. She's, she's still, still over. So I don't know what well, force feeding is all about. Like she still change her name regardless. I want to switch. I want to switch gears real quick. Go ahead. Just to point out something that's very serious. Okay. I really feel bad for Jeff Hardy. And for the people uh, who are out there, like, yeah. just heckling, heckling him and, yeah. and, and dissing him, like, no, it's one, it's it's one thing to say, you know, you can never get addicted to something that you've never tried. Granted, but unfortunately, he he has a he has a problem. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you can't jail a problem. Yep. You can't ridicule somebody that has a problem. You have to help somebody that yep. has that problem. You understand? So uh, it hits home for me because my father. You know, it's been almost a year since he passed. He was an alcoholic. Mm. And who he became after the bottle wasn't, it didn't define who he truly was. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? So Jeff Hardy's an unbelievable talent. I'm sure yeah. he's a great family man, a great friend. I don't know him from a can of paint, but it's obvious that this guy has a problem. Yeah. And I hope he gets the help that he needs. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of kind of tell kind of the frustration from the, the family perspective because even Matt, Matt's tweet was kind of like yeah he's a grown man like that's basically yeah yeah it kind of, it's kind of getting to, I think I think more more or less if you were coming from that perspective what Glenn just came or from a perspective of this guy all right this is enough is enough he really needs to get help those are the only two perspectives you should look at the Jeff Hardy situation from but you already skipped ahead and talked about one of our topics but uh, the, the, we gotta get into WWE news with our good friend here Glenn coming out of the big Friday night Smackdown uh, premiere on Fox this show garnered a 3.8 Nelson rating this is Nelson Nelson whatever it's called uh, basically three over almost four million homes watched Smackdown watch Friday Night Smackdown on Fox ultimate winner of the whole week it kind of works that way when you're on a TV station that doesn't require a box but that's just the, the how it goes man they did an incredible rating they had a point one drop from hour one to hour two which is by far the record of the past decade when it comes to hour to hour differential drops for WWE because they usually have a significant drop from hour one to hour two on Smackdown usually on USA this is the first time in quite some time it was not a huge drop uh, of course coming out the biggest news of the night was Kane Velasquez uh, debuting in WWE there was talks that Kane was talking to WWE as well as AEW he just did a match with Cody Rhodes a couple of weeks ago in MSG so he was a significant part definitely a part of that so uh, from what I know you didn't you, did you see all of uh, Smackdown I know you saw your boy that was one of the best parts but what was your thoughts on uh kane velasquez uh his debut confronting brock lesnar as well as the number that they i got? was expecting it because of the rumor and innuendo um but i didn't expect the way he came out i thought he was gonna play a part in the kofi brock lesnar match uh which would like make more win. sense but i i guess you know they needed a fresh coat of paint so, you squash Kofi and I don't like usher in a new angle. 
I'm not no, I, thought it was, I thought it was a great ending to, to SmackDown. I mean, it's, it's something new, something different. Uh, the fans are shitting on... Yeah. Shitting on the uh, outcome. Yeah. They're also shitting on. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. So uh, people are uh, all of a sudden Cain Velasquez fans. I'm like, oh, last time I checked, there's millions of UFC fans. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and also people like something new. Yes. So maybe that. Yeah. And he he represents a whole country. He's yeah. he's not <laughs> from here. He's not from the U.S. No, no, people. No, like, no, yeah. Maybe we're bugging. I don't know. He's a former UFC heavyweight champion. He's potentially on the bucket to be a UFC Hall of Famer. Like, this guy's a star, guy, people. That's the problem is that no matter how they attempt to deliver something, somebody's he's so bad. Like, he's so I was like, yo, Ray got his big brother from jail, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a dad, too. You know what else I like? Look like he got his big brother Hector. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what else I like? Brock's reaction. Yes. 100%. Brock was the MVP of that whole entire segment. You know? Yeah. I like... Oh shit, it's like so close. Yeah, he didn't even know that nigga that dude was gonna come out. Like, I didn't even know. We, we know that Brock isn't who he used to be. But if you notice, it's like different facets of Brock. Like, it yeah, is. I like this stuff with Kurt Angle, like the backstage shit. Like the, 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 when he's wearing the little Mexican hat. Yeah, I, I liked all of that. He didn't, he didn't need a mouthpiece back then. And he then, didn't, he didn't need a mouthpiece. And then right. when people were tired of Brock, and then when he came out and won the money in the bank, which was unexpected. And then he just took the briefcase and just did the whole, you know, boombox thing, the whole radio rock. <laughs> that made me like him. That made me like him even more. And it's like. But then, then I'm like, like, you know what? He's, he's still trash. trash. He, yeah. yeah. He's still trash. Well, well yeah. he's still but trash. But you know what? He's, he still generates ratings. And you know what? He still generates a reaction from fans. You know, People are uh, still upset. People, People are still, still talking. To, to reiterate a line who, this guy, from this guy who's like, I don't even listen to his music anymore. For different reasons, but to reiterate a line from Kanye, I knew you was gonna say Kanye. He says, <laughs> "Everybody feels a way about me, but at least they feel something." Mm. And you can feel that way about Brock Lesnar. Absolutely, I, I I love Brock Lesnar, and last I night made me love him more. Uh, amazing reaction, amazing sequence. 
And I don't know how to with the mustache, though. I'm going to take it off, though. What, the, the, the aftershave? Yeah, the, the, the 5 o'clock shadow? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, the lumberjack <laughs> 5 o'clock shadow. It's on his face. It's kind of cute. Well, you know. Let's uh, hear from the spotlight and the true hills before we get into the rest of this WWE news. All right, to backtrack a little, Chris Gutierrez says, I'd like to take a few bong rips of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> the worst! <laughs> the worst! Really oh my god! god. <laughs> Damn. I, I mean, I can't even, like, you know. Come on, Chris. Right. Fuck. Get, Get it together, friend. Alright, JMC says, I enjoyed that squash match. I was happy that Brock got the title back. I'm not a fan of his by any means, but I respect him, and we need better champions. Here's the homework Rollins against Pete also. Stop reading his comments. I mean, I mean, I'll, let's be real. Let's be real here. Kofi was better chasing the title. He was not a good champion. Who's wrong with that? That's Kofi's fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you, get, you get 15 minutes with Kevin Owens at Money in the Bank. Decent. You get 15 minutes with Samoa Joe at Extreme Rules. Decent. You get 15 minutes with Dolph Ziggler. Decent. He just had decent fucking matches. That's his fault. The best part I like... Exactly. That, yeah, that was the best part about it, the uh, the chase. Yeah. And then once he got it, it's just... So, do you want to blame Kofi for the match that he was booked in? Not everybody can be a good babyface champion. Some people are better chasing it than being the champion. I would say this until it happens. If it doesn't happen, then I guess I'll get over it. But... Well, so now would be a good time so, for Kofi to turn heel so on the new day. And I got, I got, I got a contrary. I got a question about this. So okay. Kind of okay. Devil's advocate a little bit, right? So we knew Kofi like was going into this. this. That's what I'm saying. What were we expecting when he won it? Yep. But Let's talk about, about it. What were we expecting? Were we expecting something different? Were we expecting him to change his character? What? He was, so his, his game got heightened to the max when he was chasing the title. He is now champion. That's how he became champion. Be the now, same character. What is he supposed to do now that he is champion? Be the same person. Keep that same high level of performance he was having in his matches during the chase and bring it to the title. But his matches were way better than his story. But I, I, but no. I kind of no, no, no. The Randy, the Randy Orton buildup was better than any match he had. It didn't feel better than any match. To me, it didn't feel like Kofi was a champion. I felt like he was still an underdog holding a WWE title. Wow. Yes, every Whoa. every feud he did have, it did wow. make, put him in the position. But the WWE champion has been the second child for the past like four or five years. Yeah, I mean, let's just call it it. When they brought in the Universal Championship. Some people say, oh, Jinder Mahal's title run was worse. Shut up. All right. I love trolling people. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes and no. No. I'm going to say yes and no. His in-ring work, not a match. It's all the way out. But he had heat. Because he was trash. No, no. Promo-wise. Promo-wise. Promo I love trolling people with gender. I love trolling people. I like gender's promos a little better. I, all I will say, not to agree with him, because I don't think... I, I, I would say the promos with the Randy Orton view were better than anything. Kofi's better. No, of course. I'm not denying that. As far as like the promo work, the promo work in the Randy Orton Kofi Kingston feud was better than any promo work Jinder did. Capitalize on your heat but, or being over. Or what I will agree with you with is that Jinder absolutely outperformed Kofi when it comes to elevating yourself during your title run. Exactly. 
Kofi did not. Kofi elevated himself in the chase, and he stayed at that level as champion. Also true. Also true. Also true. Also true. But Because there still were a lot of fans that were not happening. But, but then, whose job is that? That's just what I'm so saying. So if you turn heel, but it's like, all right, now I got the heat for people bro, that I don't even want me to be sure. But now we're talking about how we've always been talking about booking. Like, it's not his fault. Step into the office and say, oh, I'm heel now. He can't do that. I know, but he doesn't have that ability. He's not a player. He's a company product. Exactly. I want to. I want to hear from the spotlight in the True Hills, but I just want to say one thing. The WWE as a company has proven they don't know how to book babyface champions. Yeah, absolutely. Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins became the bitch of his girlfriend. AJ Styles became a guy who got kicked in the balls all the time. And Kofi Kingston was still throwing pancakes, still a mid-carder, holding the WWE Championship. So they don't know how to book babyface champions. You can't blame Kofi for them doing that to him. At that point, you just blame the man for a company that has a track record of shit face I didn't I didn't blame the man I said you that he I, no I didn't I, you didn't hear what I said I specified what I was saying I said in the ring he just had decent matches he did not uh, he did not keep that high level of performance that he had during the chase he did not keep it as champion it, be, it became more or less like he was complacent he was happy he made it to that spot and he was still having decent matches you can give a letter grade to his entire run in ring promos what would you give it? A C. That's fair. There you go. A That's C. fair. I would have said C+. Plus. A C. Anything? Because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. Good. He didn't yeah. elevate the championship at all. Anything? But I don't think so, he downgraded the championship. Not exactly. I never said that. But anything and we said this during Mania season. We thought it would be Roman because it was cancer month, but hey. Spotlight, True Hills, let's go. JMC says, I just can't believe the WWE would let him hold on to the title for at least six months. Oh, shut, shut up. up. That's, that's that he overachieved. Stop reading his damn comments. Please. He overachieved. He overachieved. He's right. Chef, don't read his comments for the rest of the day. He's done. No. Do not read his comments. All right, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying right now, if you read another one of JMC's comments, I do not want to be here for what she does see. Let's not do it. Don't do it. So, so, so now? Clay and JMC are in. Yep. Okay. For this episode, okay. yes. I'm sorry. Alright. Not sorry. Staff King says the rain was pretty bad. The best thing was the promos regarding Randy Orton, so everybody seems to agree. Don't read his comments either. Nick? He's right! Why? You're lying. If they say anything. Uh, that's the truth about Kofi, they get banned. That's not, that's that's not Kofi's fault. That's so, his! So Kofi has been a victim of shit WWE product. Exactly! Thank you! Let's talk facts! Why have we been complaining all year? Let's talk facts! Hello! part of the shit that we were talking about. You know what Kofi's title run is like? I don't even want to hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all about the product, right? It's, like, right? it's sort of like Obama filling in for uh, Bush's. Uh, 
Garbage. Oh. Yo, do y'all know how I ran through that? Oh my god. I ran through that. It's like, here you go, Obama. Good luck. Here you go, Kofi. Good luck. And of course, a polarizing blonde white man replaced him. Um, so, the rest of the WWE news. Rumors this week are saying that WWE Hall of Famer Edge has signed a new deal with WWE and has apparently been cleared to return for one more match. Edge denied these rumors, but he also retired from the ENC pod of awesomeness. So, that is definitely a story we're going to get into a little bit more. He's not doing that podcast no more. He retired from the podcast for reasons. We don't know the reason. How do you retire from your own podcast? Hey, Aunt Christian is going to be continuing. Just say we have to do it for a few weeks and we don't come back. Like, no, Christian's going to still be continuing it. You, know, you, you can't ever say that N-word. And no, I'm not talking about that. All right. All right. Now, now let's never say never. I'm not there. Jeff Hardy, like, like uh, Glenn said before, he was arrested after another DWI arrest. Uh, oh, so is he going to be like, like, like the, um, the Usos or just, just like, like, you know, sit on the sidelines for a good long time because you have a, a serious problem of yo, drinking? Yo, let's keep it a buck. We don't need another Edge match. We need another Edge storyline. Edge's storyline is way better than his match. We don't need another Edge match. I don't agree with that. Oh, yeah, shit. Edge, Edge had a lot of great matches. Uh, Fox, had, like, he had, 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 had. Hey, he's retired. He retired eight years ago. One request from Matthew Miller. Can you do the Jeff Hardy mugshot pose? Oh no. no. I'm getting We're not, we're not. We're, uh, he we're he set us up on, on a good note with Jeff. And why are you dragging it? Don't drag it. Don't drag it, man. You do this on four quarters, don't do this on True Hill Heat. Um Fox Sports offered Jim Ross a spot to host the WWE backstage show that's gonna be hosted by Renee Young and Booker T. Yes. So wait, so wait, hold on. We, we, uh, let me get through everything and then you can go back. All right. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Braun Strowman's latest WWE deal was worth $1.2 million per year for four more years. Oh, my God. What? Four more years of Braun? Yes. Oh, my God. Fight, no, Braun. Fight Oracle. Braun Strowman? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fight Oracle on Twitter reports that, that CM Punk on WWE backstage on FS1 is as good as a done deal. That CM Punk will be on the WWE backstage show. Team Hogan versus Team Player 5 on 5. What is that shit? Yo, can I take a piss if you're going to go on about this bullshit? Yes, go ahead, friend. Go ahead, friend. Uh, WWE, uh, it was made for Crown WWE Crown Jewel, a.k.a. WWE Sweet Saudi Money 4. Uh, Scarlet Bur- that? Scarlett Bordeaux uh, reportedly signs a deal with WWE uh, after a tryout at the PC. John Hennigan, a.k.a. Morrison, denies rumors that he signed with WWE. Sasha Banks reportedly extends her deal with WWE for three more years. Rusev becomes a U.S. citizen and celebrates by starting another cuckold angle with his wife. No, uh, no. <laughs> Again, <laughs> See, this is the shit, shit that I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. Who, Who is writing this garbage? garbage? It was apparently. Interracial, uh, segment? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, there's been a few. There's been a few. But I will say, I will say, guys. I mean, somebody somebody can do some we learned that Lana loves black men right here on True Real Heat. Well, Lana Lois said that Miss Elizabeth was her idol, and look at Miss Elizabeth and her storyline. She was all over the place. So she was like, but my whole thing is, 
This has been a few. Kurt Angle, Sean Mel, yeah, that was beastie. That was more bestiality yeah. than yeah. interracial. Yeah. But. I'm just saying, hearing Chrissy's remarks right now, I'm just saying, I think if it was up to Chrissy, Chrissy would take the entire WWE booking and just throw it all in the garbage and just keep Becky. Throw it away. How do you even keep Becky? Becky just this, this like, who's that? Okay, we're, we're at the, the we're in the back, back right? And we're having our pitch. You know, I pitched, um, what do they call them? The pitch, um... Meeting? Meeting, there you go, thank you. I had a pitch meeting, and we're saying, hey, hey, let's have Lana come out when Rusev is now fighting against Seth and have her kiss Bobby Lashley, who's not been seen in, like, how many months? Two months. Okay, two months. But now we're going to put these two together. Why is that? Wait, the Negro book has the answer for you. Vince loves cocks. He loves it. Such good shit. Ah, I love it. Lashley, you're the bull. I love. I love when a black bull just rams the white light. Damn it. That's that's probably how the pity meeting went. Damn it. She loves that. She loves that cock. And then the final. So she proceeds to now kiss him and then stop, then kiss him back and put her leg over him. I'm like, is Rusev really like approving this for Her favorite channel is BBC. Yo, all I want to know, yo, all I want to know is that if the producer of this show can get close up to Chrissy's face from all these reactions, it will be absolutely priceless. Absolutely. Editing is needs to be done on our YouTube edition, and Brock Lesnar murders the Mysterio family on Monday Night Raw. Yes. Anything to sign off with us, Glenn, before you, you leave us? I know you got the fix. You got a whole bunch of things going on, your acting career, everything you got online. Tell the true heels. Uh, if anyway, uh, John, can you plug in that Chappelle wrestling skit in the comments? Send it to me. Okay, I, I got you. <laughs> I think every wrestling fan needs to watch that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The ones who complain. Also, I know this is like three years removed. If you ever <laughs> see Rock the Promo, you can check out youtube.com slash the rock. Rock the Promo episodes three and six through ten. Uh, Sweet Revenge. Uh, Instagram, Sweet Revenge Tag Team. Uh, Instagram, Glenn Ford Vision. That's Glenn with two N's. Ford, like the car. Vision. Uh, working on a movie called The Fix oh. that I wrote, uh, directed, and co-starring. Um, it's coming out next year. Yes. But I'm launching a uh, trailer on the 19th of this month, so... Stay tuned for that and another Sweet Revenge skit. So all right, and 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 if that's all the plugs you have, an impersonation before you sign off. God damn. Or sign off as with the impersonation. Hmm. Which one you gonna do? Shit. Can't go wrong with Dustin. Huh? Can't go wrong with Dustin. Mean! Oh my God! Show him. We are live uh, on John Street with JJ, Christine, Sid, and Johnny, and the Wrestling Classic, and the Lucha Outsiders, and the Jumper Seer Podcast. So here we eat. Woo! We got the ladies lined up all night long, baby. Woo! On this ride, longest ride. Woo! Love him. That's right, baby. Two Hill Heat is the second most recognizable podcast in the entire world today, baby. <laughs> and that's the bottom line because Glenn Ford said so. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah!
Yes! Thank you, Glenn, for once again joining us for Two Real V. Um, AJ Styles, always. Wow. Better than AJ. Better than AJ. AJ's is good too. Don't get me wrong. AJ's is really good. But always better than AJ. Absolutely. Well, she's always she's always roasting somebody. Um, so we gotta bring. You know how you live. First of all, you know I'm always gonna support Glenn. So stop it. First of all. But where did AJ come from? I love AJ, but AJ Styles just—he just did the last impersonation of Stone Cold. That's true. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. I had, you know, thank you. It was right. It was comparative. Thank you. Um, so, uh, <laughs> she's always getting me off the rails. So before we finish up our top news, we got to bring in one more guest to finish up our top news. Then we'll get into what missed with a very special former host of the show. So we got to bring on a man that has garnered a lot of attention since our very special, almost three hours, longest, longest episode in True Real Heat episode. Because he started off the off the show on four shots, four double shots. I want to go to the next show. So he ended he ended the show on ten double shots. He did not make it to fourteen like he wanted to match Randy Orton's title runs. But he has. He is his shirt is matching. He has every chalk line jacket out there. Yes, he is Mr. Chalkline, Mr. Wrestling Jacket. Period. His shirt matches his jacket. His jacket matches his beard. He is straight from Harlem. It is none other than Drunk Guy JJ. Drunk Guy JJ, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. is here. Yes, you. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm. I'm thankful you didn't bring the heading this time, though. Wait, so, so it's still so early, so. You know, <laughs> so you're a name chief. I mean, we both JJ. What's my name? What's your name? You know? I was born first. I could believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, and you know, I don't even blame you. I blame SP for this one. Oh my God! I look I like I feel like I'm seeing double. Because it's it's it's, it's, it's top, top drunk top drunk. Top drunk I mean, guy JJ I mean, guy JJ. Top drunks. Yeah, you are the top. There you go. Top drunks JJ. That's a good tag team Top drunks. I mean, I have one top drunks. I make a champion, friend. I make a champion, Candy Your middle name is Type One because you definitely go suck. How the fuck? Are you literally in every scene, oh at every pay-per-view, yep. at every other like episode that, of SmackDown, like that white in the third row. row? So you're never in the front row because you don't want to be seen. Actually, I've been in second row a couple times, you know. Front row. Oh, just, a, just, a, just a say thing. Who's counting? Who's counting? First of all, for, 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 what the fuck kind of job do you got? Or is this something that we can't talk about right here? We're definitely never talking about that. Oh, my bad. Because I can't give away the affiliation. I do have a job. I have a couple jobs. Oh, no. He's a construction worker. Yeah, that's the fuck out of here. That's his legal job. I'm a painter, you know. I sell, I sell shoes to women, you know. He's a pharmacist. Selling shoes ain't getting you front row with everything he's sold in the country. You gotta know how to hustle, man. He's flying to me. I gotta ask the dude in the front row that always goes to the shows with his mom. I'm telling you, 
fucking determination. I'm from Harlem, you know. Harlem needs three hustlers out there, so you know you gotta you gotta make things work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you say flipping the shit. You know, you know, you know. So, so my, so my good brother, you were you were on our special All Out Weekend episode. I barely remember that, but I know you barely remember it. So still being downloaded today. No, it's up. It's up on the channel. So what has been your best memory? I don't know you don't remember your episode. So the other 48 episodes of True Hill Heat, what's been your best memory? Man, I, I, I want to say mine, but I don't remember it. But I just, <laughs> oh, damn, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. That's a good question. I watch like every week. You know you've had about like maybe an hour and a half to kind of think about this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many beers did you have off camera? Uh, only three. I had one before I got Only here. three. Oh. Only three. Um, damn. Shit. <laughs> I would say when you guys were in All In for uh, last year. Oh, okay. Call homeboy Black Ray Wyatt. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shouts out to Ace Porter of, of the Wrestle Cave podcast. Absolutely. That was a great episode. I'll say that one. I would say mine too, you know. That's the first time I like was live on the podcast. Well, I did job for two, but. Anyway, I, um, I, I will say he had right, amazing. I will say he had he had he had excellent timing. He was like he literally did like this two hours into the show, and then the the sign fell down at the same time. He has excellent timing. This guy it should be an actor. He needs to get Glenn's number. They need to connect. There you go. He should be an actor. So we got like. We gotta get into some New Japan news. You are a wrestling fan that watches everything, so we had to get you on to finish on the rest of our top news here. So, out of New Japan, according to Justin Brasso of Sports Illustrated, Chris Jericho versus Hiroshi Tanahashi is in the works for New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 14. If you remember back at New Japan Dominion uh, 2019, after the main event between Jericho and Okada, it was Tanahashi that came to save Okada from a Jericho beatdown setting up this matchup but what do you think about the potential of a Tadahashi Jericho match the ridiculous fans going online saying that it's going to be for the AEW championship <laughs> not realizing that AEW and New Japan are not working together and are not on good terms right now but um, it, it has potential I feel like if that does happen they got to start promoting it for power struggle get that get that on the way get people hyped for the match Jericho has I mean outside of the Kenny Omega match he hasn't had a Another really yeah, great match. I like the, t- uh, the Naito oh, the the match. The Naito match at yeah. Hustle Kingdom was yeah. good, but it wasn't on that no. Omega Jericho no. level. Tanahashi, you know, he's you know, injury prone a lot lately, but <laughs> I feel like he can, I feel like they can do something good. All right. They can definitely do something. And Jericho's at the top of his game right now. Absolutely. Right? So, I think I can see that, definitely see them working something out for Russell Kingdom. Alright, all right. What, what about you, Top Guy JJ? What's your uh, thoughts on a potential Tanahashi Jericho match? And do you think that that's uh, uh, a suitable main event match for Wrestle Kingdom joining Abushi and Okada, which seems like the top match for the IWGP Championship? Oh, wow. Tanahashi and Jericho. Shit, they might do it for the second show. But, you know, honestly, to be kind of like the, you know, to kind of keep that same energy, do I really want to see 90 years old in the ring? Like, the, I mean, that's, that's a lot of years, man. Like, that's also a, a lot of experience. That's, that's a, yeah. I'm just, all right. It's going to be a good deal for a good match. To each his own. If it each his own, if this was a whole nother place, we would be talking about how old these motherfuckers are. No, we were. No, but when Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, no one said a word. They are the same ages. Tanahashi's like, what, 41? I mean, I, 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 I,
at least these two can still wrestle their asses off. Yeah, that was the same thing with Michaels and Andrew. No one said anything about them being old when that was made. And how old were they when they did that match? I think Michaels was 48 and The Undertaker was like 40. That was 09. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. 48, 49, 50. Something like that. Yeah, that is old. <laughs> uh, are we talking about the last? The, Shawn Michaels match? Talking about the twenty-five? But, not, you know not, not, but you know what? He was what seven years old. No, but what, I'm just. <laughs> that's the question. Because I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think that question. I think that answer came from the match that just happened. I think. Yeah, we're not talking about that terrible round twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undertaker was forty-two and Michaels was forty-three. Right. And you know, off topic, I still think that HBK could put off a great match with either AJ or Dolph. Mm. I would have said that. I would have said that after Sweet Saudi Money too. Um, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not. No, no. I mean before. Before Sweet Saudi Money too. I mean, I just don't. No one's carrying HBK because HBA don't have the passion to do it anymore. True. You gotta have the passion when you're a performer like Shawn Michaels. You gotta have the passion. Once you lose the passion, yeah, no one's gonna carry it. I feel like this was the last big star that Jericho had to verse from New Japan, and this was like the one that a lot of people wanted in the verse when he originally signed on with New Japan. Quite honestly, I was like, okay, he's still fighting over there. Like, you don't have to fight over there. You he likes he likes performing in Japan. I, 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 that's wonderful. You don't need to do this though, friend. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> she just bravoed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. She's like, that's that's, that's nice. Great. But come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> just stay and just do this job over here. But hey, he just wants he wants to he wants the money. So hey, whatever. He's spreading it across the board. Explore. He's already though. And it's two it's two nights of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So for New Japan wise, I'm they are happy that Jericho yeah, wants to still perform in New Japan. So okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, also, we have a dream match uh, scheduled for November 15th, New Japan Destroyer Memorial Night. And this is uh, a whole bunch of new uh, Japan Japanese promotions in one. We got Jushin Thunder Liger teaming with Kenji Muta, a.k.a. the Great Muta, uh, and Kento Miyahara, who is the world champion of all Japan uh, pro wrestling. They will be facing LIJs and New Japan's own Bushi and Sonata, as well as Russell, Russell 1's Kai. So this is three different promotions from Japan in one big six-man ta six tag team matchup on uh, November 15th. New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed in New York City. I was there live. The number one down that everyone there had said it was delayed almost two hours <laughs> due to no ambulance being at the Manhattan Center thanks to someone... Mm. Yeah, someone calling the ambulance company and telling them that the show was canceled. What? 
So I've seen online people saying Vince McMahon, uh, Paul Levesque, Ring of Honor, uh, a local a local indie promoter. So there's a bunch so, of. You're saying sabotage, sabotage basically. Yeah, it, that's what it sounds like from like the outside and looking an in. Anonymous tip basically said, "Hey, we don't. We, the show's canceled. We're not having this anymore." I yeah. Be a Ring of Honor because since they can't sell that building anymore. Ooh. Exactly, and New Japan did it easily, easily, easily. So. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised, but if if uh, New Japan finds out that it's somebody from ROH, oh, yeah, <laughs> please, thank you, Lord, please let this freaking uh, flawed partnership end. Like free <laughs> New Japan from the albatross upon their ankle that is Ring of Honor, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Impact Wrestling news. This is the time that JJ usually falls asleep. Uh, NWA president Billy Corgan oh, yeah. says NWA is open to work with any company besides Impact Wrestling. This, of course, is because Billy Corgan used to be a president of Impact Wrestling and had a horrible falling out with them, a lawsuit that is still ongoing in court. Still so, pending. yeah, it's still pending. So, what's your thoughts on the NWA basically officially putting their foot down that they're not going to be working with Impact? Right. And what promotion would you like to see I mean, NWA they've been staticky for like what since 2007 when they had to make the impact belt anyway because of the whole so let that shit down it's done that's like you're like getting back with your ex like 500 times by now like that's that shit go, sometimes sometimes you gotta let it go I move mean, it on might be, it might be good it might be good but nah you gotta let it go gotta move on so who do you see them do working with NWA They've been working with Ring of well, Honor. I was say Ring of Honor. The last that, couple of that's months. about it. I don't see them getting any other partnership. Not New Japan. Clearly, Impact should not work in. What else? CMLL has worked with them in the yeah, past. So. We're trying to work with everybody. You know, they gotta. Well, they they got some of the hottest shows in Arena Mexico. Arena Mexico yeah, is do. considered the hottest arena in professional wrestling right now. They can't keep doing because they can't keep working with all these companies because not going. It's not. They're gonna build like bad. Bad partnership. Like, oh, yeah. you're working with them? What the hell? And we're going to get into that very shortly when we get into our ROH news, for sure. Um, the rest of the Impact news, they're going to be back here in New York City on November 7th and 8th for uh, TV taping at the Melrose Ballroom. So get your tickets now. Impact has signed Impact Tag Team Champions, The North. Uh, that is Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. They're going to defend their titles at Bound for Glory on October 23rd in Chicago versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack, as well as the team of Rhino and RVD. This is a three-way oh. tag three-way tag team match for the Impact Tag Team titles. This so is because RVD and Rhino are a tag team now? RVD and Rhino recently beat them because Conan, of course, lost his boys from New York, so he said he got some more friends for the North Diverse. That's, that's what he gets. And his friends were a whole bunch of guys that are his age or older. Lord. So, yeah. <laughs> so, this se- that seems legit, though. Most most people, Conan's age, only have people his as age as, as friends. As the North retains, I'm fine with that. Yeah. There's no reason a washed-up tag team that got put together wins. There's no reason... That another team. That, I mean, they work. I mean, they do. I like Swan and Mac Swan as a tag, as no. a team. Nah. nah, you're not with it. Keep you you've been really against black people recently, man. Wow. I just not nah, the the North are doing their thing right now. Let them. Let them, let them keep that tag team. If I, was a, if I was a wrestling fan on one of these groups, I would say you want white supremacy. I am, I am the wow. C-word. <laughs> I the C-word you're probably thinking about. He's a coup. He's a coup. He's a goddamn coup. Yeah. Uh, ROH news. This is when JJ wakes up and tries to be supportive of his former child. Our new ROH world champion, Roosh. 
and his brother Dragon Lee was fired from CMLL following the ROH Death Before Dishonor weekend. This also follows because uh, CMLL was upset with Dragon Lee for performing in the Battle of Los Angeles for PWG. So they basically sent out a press release that they fired Roosh and Dragon Lee. What we found out later from Dave Meltzer of Reckless Observer, my Uncle Dave, is that Roosh and Dragon Lee quit from CMLL. And then CMLL sent out a press release saying, yeah, we fired them. Try nah, nah, nah. That's not like how it goes. Yeah, it's usually how it goes. You tell your job, I, I quit. No, you're fired. <laughs> I, we fired your asses. Absolutely. And um, Bandito, unfortunately, following winning the Battle of Los Angeles, he's going to be out for seven weeks following knee surgery. Uh, Flamita is going to be uh, replacing him on the next batch of uh, the ROH tour. And ROH, Death Before Dishonor, this is the one part we're going to have to get the top guy JJ's thoughts on. They gained 600 pay-per-view buys for their recent pay-per-view, Death Before Dishonor, which is a record low for any pay-per-view buy for any wrestling pay-per-view in 2019. Mm. Your thoughts? Didn't Triple A get like 65? They're dying of painful How does that count with like Honor Club? Well, then this is just the, the, the oh, pay-per-view. Sure. Hey, yeah. Half off. No, but they're dying to slow death. Like, it, it, it's, it's bad. Like, it, it, it's to the <laughs> point where it's, it, it's literally, it, it's dark match gutter bad. Like, it, it's really, really pitiful and sad to see that a company is just dying before our very eyes. Like, it, it, it's really bad, and I was hoping that though. But I didn't think that I, we picked Roosh to win the title, but really didn't feel like that was going to move any needles. The man doesn't speak any English. <laughs> like, like, how you're just going so far backwards. They're just trying so many different avenues, and they're all just not working. Mm. Like, we knew them losing the elite was gonna be a blow to them, but this is like a death blow to them. Like, they just cannot recover from this. They can't stop the bleeding. They cannot. Re they have not found the star to heal the patches. Mm -hmm. They cannot find somebody to to That's to, to keep their yeah. success going. It's their own fault, but at the same time, there's not a single star on there that can carry that company. But they, but they, they could have worked towards that. Name they somebody been, that I'm, can I'm not carry the company to the point like they, they, they could have worked towards it. The fact that they only banked on the elite when they had them is was their well, was their own demise. But they they fell the same route that WCW fell when yeah. they when they went the NWO route. They rode the hot hand and then the hot hand left, <laughs> left and it was it. And then now it's so they, they don't oversaturated have a single the hot person. Hand. So we all thought potentially that Jay Lethal might could do something, but that materialized into nothing. But even with that, he was everybody thought that Marty Scroll was, was going to be champion. some type of lifeblood into them. Pun intended. Lifeblood sucks. What mm. was actually very like, good. Like, like they're all basically they're great mid card people. That Not Bandito. Bandito is the breakout star. star. Yeah, but breakout star. But at the same time, he's not an American star. They're they're not gonna get over with Mexican stars. They're not. Gonna, it's just not gonna happen. We shall we shall see as this as I mean, it's the truth. Hey, we shall see. Uh, no, are we just, just, just 
bring name name one. Mm. Well, they haven't positioned uh, Bandito as a star yet. Mm. At all. They've been bigger in tag teams and six minutes. Even though they about this shit. Like, like, they did not, they just, it was out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, they didn't build him up. Well, like, he was undefeated. Yeah, but they didn't and build him up. They, they didn't make Bandito a star. Like, I swear to God, if they make Bandito champion, ain't nobody gonna buy that shit anyway. I'll buy it. Because we're wrestling fans. I haven't been buying we're anything on the outside. Like, they see a fucking guy with a bandana mask as champion. They're not going to care. But they've even lost their core audience. So that's that's the issue here. So what would you guys say is worse? Impact in 2016 or ROH in 2019? I've seen none of them, so next. Oh, about a second. I don't, I don't watch either. I didn't watch either. No, but I'm saying the state. Basically, Impact in 2016, that's when they were, they had freaking, they had name changes galore. They had, uh, what, they were Global Force Wrestling. They be, they were TNA for a time. Then they became Global Impact. Force Global Force Network. Impact Wrestling. To ROH in 2019. Can't, can't give away tickets. This, this show, they were giving away the last 100 tickets. They still couldn't sell out. <laughs> I mean, Impact wasn't selling out, like, small arenas either. And this is, that's a tough question, man. They both suck. Put it in the comment that's section. It. That's it. Get it over. Just, just call it your losses. Just call it there. Yeah. Watch Impact 2016. <laughs> I ain't watching, but I do watch Ring of Honor here and there. So, based off my opinion, I would say Impact had a worse time. So, put it in the comment section, especially for our YouTube channel. What was worse, ROH in 2019 or Impact in 2016? I can't think of shit from 2016 for Impact. Drunk Guy JJ, anything you want to say to the True Heels before we sign you off? Uh, uh, follow me on Instagram, MaxwellJDuggan. Uh, you probably see me on TV, as always. Um, <laughs> I mean... At your next, at your next wrestling you show. Can, what you catch me at, what is, what are we in October? Mm-hmm. AEW Philly. Philly? Yeah. See, look. He's got a lineup. He's yeah, a, this Smack is the shows. At, SmackDown in Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. November 15th. But you don't even live in Chicago. Philly. So, the whole weekend. Yeah, um, I do live in Philly. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> How did you tell me right? <laughs> You said so you're that, but that's the, that's, the rest, that's the rest of your 2019 schedule? Okay. As of now, probably, yeah. I, I, I got you. Yeah. You need to. I'm saying, you still ain't tell us how you can get, put people on. What do you mean? Well, he, said, he said work. He said dedication and hard work. Yeah. That's uh, why. Hard work, dedication, and focus. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Seth, do not. Well, thank you, Top Guy JJ. We appreciate you coming on, joining us again. And we're definitely going to have you back on True Hill Heat for sure. The Top Drunks. The Top Drunks. Tag Team of 2019. Anything you want to spotlight in the True Hills before we move to what we miss in our next guest? Yeah, let's backtrack a bit. Uh, Staff King is actually looking forward to Tommy Austin Woo. and Jericho. I go to the bathroom. Uh, God, that's a, a lot. Go ahead. The high fly flow into a code breaker? Come on. Absolutely. And then Negro Buck says, I'm here for Jericho and Tanahashi. Jericho's promos would be great. Wonderful. Don't disagree. Yeah. Don't disagree. All of the above. I like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Anything from anybody we haven't heard from so far? Steve Salvas says, um, in regards to the they signed Tave into a new massive contract. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's the last bit of uh, information from Ring of Honor. Matt Taven re-upped on his contract, so he has re-signed. He is not going to be leaving Matt, uh, Ring of Honor, which we pretty much predicted on the last True Hill Heat. We said that Taven would most likely re-sign, and Marty Scrawl would probably move on. And some answers to the question. The Negro Buck says, ROH in 2019 is worse, and no debate. 
Stat King agrees. JMC agrees. Matt Miller says impact was a shitstorm. I'm going with that. Are you still reading their comments? Yeah, absolutely. This okay. is that's a very good question for our viewing audience. So please continue to answer anyone that's still watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please put in our content comment section. Cafe Tactics. I know as a regular viewer, we want to hear what you think. All in 2019 or impact in 2016. What was worse? So our very next special guest is a very very special one to. Us. Yes, uh, she was our unoriginal host of True Hill Heat. She was with us from True Hill Heat number one to True Hill Heat nine. Where yes, she she hit me with a steel chair. Yes, she <laughs> hit me with a steel chair. She signed off, but she's done a whole bunch of great work for us. She was the person behind the camera doing the cinematography for our classic battle in New Orleans of Baby Seth versus SP3. <laughs> she got the inside looks while Baby Seth was crying from his crib. Uh, she is wow. The, 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 she is lovely. She is beautiful. She's also the creator of our Ronda Man shirts that we had oh. during Wrestlemania season that you can see Chrissy wearing on our, our Facebook page. I never put that shit on, first But of you all. look beautiful in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it is none other than original moderator, the true heel goddess. Yes, this is a very wild set. Such positive things about her on the show. <laughs> this is none other than the one, the only true heel Mimi returning to the show. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> we got. They, they gotta have their moment. They gotta have a moment. Oh, the Brook the Brooklyn Knights are back together. <laughs> I feel so left out on this. So welcome well, back. Welcome back. I'll, I'll bring it in. I haven't hugged you since True Hill Heat eight or something. <laughs> but welcome back to the show. We haven't had you on since our uh, all-in weekend in Chicago last year. So welcome back to the show. You are one of the pioneers of True Hill Heat. You were our original moderator. You made my job easy in the in the beginning. So what you trying to say? <laughs> you you guys you guys you guys like like not staying on the rails. So it was easier to stay on the rails when I was just a contributor and not the moderator. I don't need an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna pour another drink. I mean y'all just wild as shit. I mean we already went into three hours right now. So that's why y'all need to be in the beginning. Yeah yeah short. yeah anyway yeah that's why I don't yeah I don't I don't need what has been your best memory from all of these 49 oh, episodes of True Hill Heat? I mean, you highlighted it. It was the, uh, the chair shot for around the world. That's well, personal. Around True Hill Nation. It was. It was. I, I'm. I'm still. I'm still recovering. I'm in uh, a rehab still after I'm like sure. almost two years. I'm pretty sure. And then also, of course, the uh, the epic battle in New Orleans for me. That was. Those two were my absolute highlights. You know, it's been about forty some odd episodes, but I'm happy to be back. Um, and of course, you know, the one that I'm shirts were. Fire Shirley and more to come, of course. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. She's, that, Rhonda shirts. she's very talented and she's working on more t-shirts for the yes. True Heels to purchase. So Not be on the look be on the lookout <laughs> on Pro Wrestling <laughs> Pro Wrestling Tees. Anything Check her out, check her out. She's on Twitch, she's on a whole bunch of social media platforms. So contact Mimi, don't slide in her DMs for anything else but business. Absolutely.
Sorry. Not the business you were thinking of. Uh, so, we got to follow up from our ROH news and step into ROH death before dishonor. Um, I'm not going to go too much into this because I know Top Guy JJ, we got to keep him awake. So, the biggest moments was Roosh uh, defeating uh, Matt Taven to become the new ROH world champion. We had the Briscoes defeat Lifeblood in an ROH tag team title match. Shane Taylor defeated Tracy Williams and Flip Gordon to defend the ROH TV championship. Angelina Love of the Allure, she defeated Kelly Klein to become the new Ring of Honor, uh, Woman of Honor champion. Uh, we had Jonathan Grisham pull the upset victory over Jay Lethal, and they shook hands afterwards. Even after Grisham turned heel on Lethal, he gained his respect. And PCO and Marty Scrawl advanced in the number one contenders tournament to determine the number one contender for the ROH world title at final battle at the end of the year. Uh, match of the night is either going to be, be between Briscoes versus Lifeblood and or Grisham versus Lethal. You guys can post in the comments section right here on Facebook Live or on our YouTube channel and tell us what you thought. And of course, the MVP of the night was the new ROH World Champion, Roosh. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Death Before Dishonor. Not many people oh, did. No. So, so it's okay. We can move on. I'm going to run through. Oh, I, no. I was there live for Battle Club Pro, anything you can do. And I got to witness the finale, the farewell. See, that's the alarm telling me we should have been done. <laughs> and uh, the finale and the farewell of Santana and Ortiz, formerly known as LAX, they... they had an emotional farewell speech at the end of the show after being defeated by two lovely females, two great wrestlers called the Sea Stars. They got the victory over Santana Ortiz. A very emotional farewell uh, speech that's up on Battle Club Pro's YouTube channel right now, so check that out. And we're going to have our special view and our special view from the crowd of their farewell speech is going to be on our YouTube channel possibly next week. Also, shout out to PR. Absolutely, absolutely. They rep PR very hard, and so do you. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Bowens, he defeated Tessa Blanchard to defend the BCP uh, Heavyweight Championship. The Bad Apple Mac McIntosh defeated Shotzi Blackheart. Tasha Steeles and her crew beat Harlow O'Hara and uh, the... Uh, basically, uh, Trip Cassidy as well, and a, a bunch of his uh, guys to become the new BCP Icons champion. This was uh, Tasha Steele's getting a victory over Chip Cassidy after the match. Harlow O'Hara basically said that she's no longer going after the Icons championship and that she's going after Anthony Bowens and the heavyweight championship. So I'm looking forward to seeing our Harlow compete against the guys. Uh, Jordan Grace defeated Darius Carter with the help of the Bad Apple. I would say match of the night was Bowens versus Blanchard. And, of course, the MVPs for their farewell from the independent scene was, of course, Santana and Ortiz. New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed Tour. They were in Lowell, Massachusetts, New York, as well as Philadelphia. Yeah, we had Philly, uh, Phillies, I think, walking out right now. But <laughs> they, didn't get the, they didn't get the best show, I guess. But uh, a whole bunch of news came out of uh, their U.S. tour. GLD beat Rapongi 3K to defend the IWGP tag team titles in Lowell. Kenta defeated Yoshihashi as well as Iwan Sanada pulled the upset against Koto Obushi and Kazuko Okada in the main event in NYC. 
Team Tanahashi defeated Team Bullet Club in the main event of Philly. I would say match of the tournament was uh, Ibushi, Okada, and Tanahashi versus LIJ on night one in Lowell. And the MVP of the whole entire tour was Tanahashi because this guy's like 40-something years old and he's still performing at an amazing high level. So we got to get into premiere week. We ran through the shows that happened over the weekend. I know these two watch AEW Dynamite as well as Chrissy. She's going to be joining us in one second again. Biggest moment for you guys of AEW Dynamite. What was the one moment or one segment that stood out the most to you? I mean, I actually I had a few highlights for, for AEW uh, Dynamite. For me, um, I was really, really truthfully surprised at how amazing of a show it was and how completely just focused I was minute to minute to minute. There was no moment where I had a pause where I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go take a piss break sort of shit. It wasn't like that. Even though a lot, of, there were so many moments where there was a picture in picture that kind of took away from you know the experience of the show for me um the match of the night absolutely for me was the six-man tag okay just straight up for me that um also what stood out for me was uh the bastard versus the Hangman. bastard completely completely amazing um and then also as far as this wasn't a strong match at all, but just promo-wise, MJF being complete fucking heel was amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that really Salt to the earth, baby. <laughs> we got to hear the drum guy call him an asshole live on air. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, uh, well, Jake Hager, Zabu, uh, really surprised me. I didn't expect that at all. Um, really wasn't following that too much. Same. Um, <laughs> and then the, uh, well, the start of the show, which was uh, Cody versus uh, Sammy. Uh, Sammy Guevara, for me, um, it was a solid match. There was a lot of tit for tat going going back and forth. Mm. I think that they wrestled well with each other, so it was a very strong match in that sense. Comparing to the Hangman versus Pac match, for me that was just it was intense, and that's what I preferred for me as, as far as like the matches. Um, other highlights, just uh, obviously. Moxley coming out to, to taunt Omega again. That whole thing. The memes are all over the place. Absolutely. Yeah. Just completely wild. I was, I was texting this dude like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> 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 just, it, just, it completely was an amazing show for me. Um, also, shout out to Nick Jackson. He really did his shit in that six-man tag. That was He was amazing. Stunning. Stunning. Uh, then um, just the other little bits of it, you know, again, what I did like is the fact that the Elite and Cody and all the people who transitioned out of ROH into mm. developing AEW weren't all the winners. They weren't the highlight. They weren't the McMahons of AEW. Mm. They were just like, you know, we're going to... I like what you did different. I like what you did different. I just like, I like that. that. They, you know, they allowed everybody else to, to have a showcase. And mm -hmm. even though yep. we have this stable-ish sort of thing developing. I understand your points, Chrissy, Thanks. with, you know, Ellen well, Janelle's points as well about, you know, you don't want <laughs> former LAX being part of a stable, but then again, you do need that because you do need a stronger introduction to people who aren't too familiar with their product. Mm, the who they are, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, that's so just you have to introduce them to who, who these, these two guys are. Correct. So, I mean, you know, people, of course, are familiar with the Rhodes family. They're familiar with Cody, Brandy, you know, them, the elite, obviously. Everyone's familiar with them. But just giving the underdogs, supposed, you know, so-called a chance, I think was amazing. And then the women's match with Rio and Nyla Rose, I thought Rio was going Gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I was like, this. What's this little ninety-pound girl gonna do? <laughs> She's gonna fucking die. And then she didn't. She, you know, she won. 
She won. Which no, no one saw that coming. No, no. no one. No, I don't think no one said, "Hey, you know what? This little girl is going to win." As just as a t as Tinkerbell in white is going to win. Like, like I would say, not all the match was pretty. There was like a couple of bot spots, but as far as like no, not little, but a lot. As as far as like telling a great story of a David versus Goliath and having the emotion and making it feel real, that match was amazing. Well, that's a great you know spin on that. David versus Goliath and Goliath won. Okay, great. Well, David won. Well, yeah, David won. And that in that match specifically, the super I've been drinking three double knees sequence was beautiful. I would say that knee drop Nyla gave her while she's hanging on the ropes. Everybody was like, oh! Everybody thought she died. Again, again, everyone thought that she would have won that match. You invested so much into this match, you would want her. You, I figured they would have her be the first, first, first one to win. She will be the first, regardless. Right. But I figured they would have made her the first, first. Yeah. Regardless. Also for me, just with the uh, with the Cody match, um, again I did you know the little little things like you know Brandy you know smacking homie up beside her. Brandy looked amazing first. She did no. She let's really let's did. call it what it is. Yes, the entrance, everything, all great. Yeah, Pyro, welcome back, Pyro to wrestling. Oh my God! On all the shows. their original set so that's what made it really really good yeah um one final comment with the cody match uh with le champion le champion champion. mimi and uh smacking cody with the with the chair yep appreciated that was it a bit lengthy i will say that whole sequence was a bit lengthy yes well it ran into the commercial break so Commercial breaks, 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 first of all. Yes, let's right. call it. Well, all of, I mean, they got to pay the bills. They do. They got to pay the bills. Yeah. You don't pay Again, all the heel heat at the end 
of the show in general. It was just a complete massacre of like, no, I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna fuck you up, and that's just it. No one's a winner here. No one's a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that's and I appreciate that there wasn't this like you know cliffhanger or anything like that. It was just a great build up to the pay per view that's coming, and Mm. it makes you want to watch it again. Yeah. So moving on from that, I'm just gonna go and talk about SmackDown. Twenty fucking years. Holy shit. Well, we're getting we're getting to that. I want I want I want to hear from uh, JJ and Chrissy what you guys uh, any other thoughts you have for AEW uh, Dynamite for that show. Mm What was your highlight? Your number one highlight of the highlight. show? Highlight. Oh, uh, Cody coming out with his red bottoms and, and kicking the, the shit. <laughs> that was my highlight. Okay. I just love the ending of both shows. So yeah. that was the ending of, of that show. With him coming out with his fresh pair of shoes that he took out of the box. I'm going to put these shoes on right before I go he, out he, here. I'm going to put the mud hole on these niggas. He put these shits on right before he came That's out. That's what I'm saying. He put, he had, like, he on. didn't have the, he didn't have, you know how they have the red carpet or what, like the premiere show. No, he didn't do that. He put them on right before he ran out there. Exactly. And he slipped. Just to show you that those shits was brand new. Brand new. don't have any grips on those shoes at all. Not at all. How about you, Top Guy JJ? What was your top highlight of AEW Dynamite? Uh, for me, the and this is very cliche, but for me, the very beginning. Mm, like, yeah. the fact that when that, the, they, they picked the right man for the Just right to entrance to start the mm-hmm. night. Start the, show? Yep. the entrance of Cody Rose made it feel like a big mm. night Absolutely. was upon us. Yep. Like, it felt like a spectacle was yes. about to happen. Yes. That's what it felt like. Even though... Even if he didn't have the best match, he mm-hmm. didn't have the best performance, mm-hmm. but his presence and him igniting that crowd. If you were in the building in Washington, you know what that shit felt like, right. and I wasn't even there. So if you know what that crowd was electric when that man came out. like He has a special connection. Like he, There's wrestlers in this industry that has special different connections with the fans and he is one of them can i just say something can i just say first one the person that he he was fighting was 12. two <laughs> the next the next thing i want to just say that dusty rose is just smiling he had a party up in heaven hey, just looking man. down at his children hey, looking at the debut first of all both like someone put a meme that he's watching both his kids wrestle which is beautiful except all his kids are on the main roster but right on. i mean <laughs> let's go ahead listen listen he's molded the, yeah, he's, back. right he's molded these people and he's made this thing he did this he this is him this is him if he was not the person that trend said it this oh he was a person of the night he it was him yeah he he did he did that and for him to have that party like hey yo my kids is about to have this ill wrestling matches like they're gonna have this wrestling show i need you to come sit down and watch i don't know what jesus is gonna say right now but i need you to come watch this this come stuff to right the basement now. Right. Yeah. come to right. <laughs> like, come, come over to my crib i'm i'm, I'm have all this food for y'all don't worry yeah. mm-hmm. Cody and like, if, he, if he was alive he would like goose like it gives you chills like yeah. thinking about like if he was here to see this happen you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's beautiful. I would say even, right. even before Cody's entrance, the thing that made it different for me was the video package for Sammy versus Cody. Mm. That's, that's how you set up the first match ever for your promotion on national TV. Yep. You, you, give, you give both, you give the viewing audience a reason to care about the two guys that are about to go into the ring. They told the story of what Cody is getting out of this match. This is setting up his world title match at AEW uh, Full Gear. This is for Sammy, this is the biggest match of his life. He didn't 12. say his career. He didn't say he said his life. He's that dude is like twenty something years old. Would you? <laughs> he has not, not a piece of hair. Would you stop? 
Brandy was the MVP. How about you? Hell yeah. For me, I mean, of course I do love Brandy, but MVP of the whole show in general is just Jericho. I mean, I, I, that man is a fucking. I mean, the Bible is MVP regardless. I don't mean, even need to get that. Name. I agree with I agree with Mimi because Chris Jericho was in WWE for what twenty years. Yeah. He never felt like the top star of WWE. Right. He was in. He's been in he WCW. He's been a great special guest star in New Japan. He has never been the top star in New Japan. So this felt like for the first time in his illustrious career, Chris Jericho was the biggest star on a on wrestling a, on show. On a show, top heel. Yeah, and the the no, well, he's been a top heel oh, before, no. but I'm saying he was the yes. biggest star. He was the biggest he was star. A, he, was a, he was the face of that, yeah. that brand right now. Yeah. Okay, okay, I see what you're yeah. saying now. Because I was like. He's been a top star before. He's, he's been it. one of the top star. He's never been the top he's star in been WWE. The man. He's, he's never been the man. Okay, okay. He's never been the man. Okay. He's, never he's been the top heel. He's been one of the top stars. He's the Roman Reigns of the company, basically. He's he's the Becky Lynch because Becky Lynch is the face of WWE. Okay, and so they prove that we'll get into it on SmackDown. <laughs> but, <go ahead. laughs> They didn't bring Seth. They didn't. They didn't bring Charlotte. Exactly. Okay. exactly. I gotta agree. The, the the man of the night, the MVP of the show was Chris Jericho. I mean, just, okay. just him, his involvement off the gate literally lets you know what he is invested in into this company. Like, he is giving this his all. Whether it's Not his even. last run, whether it's his, bad, he's gonna be, he is giving this his all. Like, like, yeah. I mean, the money is one thing. Yes, Chris Jericho is a paid, wealthy man. Yep. He doesn't, he, he could have taken, taken a 10, $15 million deal from the oh, WWE, and his effort would not have been the same in the WWE because he would have been programmed. He would have yep. been put up in a yep. stage. He would have been set up. AEW is giving him, he's getting stages and programs, but he's getting a lot of freedom of what, what, he's what doing. he yes, does yes, when yes. he gets out his there. Al his outfit choices, everything, yes. everything yes. above. Yes. This is yes. reigniting yes. passion, and whether this is his last run, a two, three-year run, he mm. is giving this shit his all, and even, you can clearly see it. Even when he walks out, you can just tell, like, this is just, yeah, right, he is doing this, and he's just having an ultimate time. He doesn't even, he doesn't even really have to win to be, to per se. It's just showing that he's just giving his all and he's enjoying his job. You can tell he loves it. That's what right. it is. That's what it is. And it's funny. He's loving coming to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one just final thing about that. Um, my mom doesn't really know anything about wrestling to any degree, but she remembers Jerick when she remembers The Rock, which is very apropos for this week in wrestling. Absolutely. Right? And hello. Um, so one thing she did say is because I did show her, you know, the different stages of Jericho, and she just like, oh my god, he's like the Madonna of wrestling. And my mom Madonna? nothing. <laughs> How comparison? Wow, okay. that's crazy. Holy shit, no, that actually fucking works. That's all a point. Can you say right. reinvents himself, reinvents himself, and well, who did you say? Madonna. That's a good one. That's a good one too, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still relevant. Because I said I say Jada Kiss only over some fact that. Jay-Z is always going to be on the top tier. No, no, Jack no. is always mentioning that top five, like Jericho. But okay, so might have been that top five. <laughs> all right, 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 stop that right there. No, but the, re the, the reason why. The reason not why. at one time, not at one I'm time. sorry. Jada Kiss is like he has ever been the man of no, anything. No, but the reason why. I'm, 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 so, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How did we go from comparisons to Madonna and Jay-Z to fucking Jada Kiss? Stop. Stop. Give Jada Kiss five. No, I feel you, Quan. Stop. I feel you. 
Give Jada his props, friends. Let's talk about SmackDown. Well, no, we gotta talk about the other show from Wednesday. Yeah, the other show. The other show from Wednesday. NXT Live on USA Network. We had a whole bunch of big moments from this show. Of course, Adam Cole. Adam Cole defeated uh, Matt Riddle to defend the NXT Championship. That shit would have have never happened. Go ahead, finish. Why you always hate it on Riddle? God damn. Your hate of Riddle is so strong. You and JMC. You agree with JMC about something. Finally. There you go. Okay. And then afterwards, Finn Balor returned to NXT and confronted the NXT Champion. Already married, that would be my husband. There you go. We ended the night with Tommaso. Sexy as ever, his Baron Corbin haircut. Of course. (laughs) Like Baron Corbin, you know that. Tommaso Ciampa returns returned to NXT to confront the NXT champion. To confront the NXT champion at the end of the night after Undisputed Era defeated the Street Profits in the main event to defend the tag team titles. Street Profits is the winners. I'm sorry, but a great match. That that was the entrance of the night. On no. either show yeah, was Wale coming out with the Street Profits. That, that was the end. That was the end of the show. Talk about Wale being on. It ain't even the worst of songs. It ain't. He did. He did not. He did not know the words. I thought. I thought Wale was gonna sing the Street Profits song, and then he was just being a hype man for the Street Profits. Absolutely. It was fun. No, it was fun. So much energy. You say street? No, when I say street, you say profits. Street profits. Street. Listen, <laughs> Paul took out no no expense to have any of these things happen on that what show. Are you, what are you talking about? He didn't pay no Wale, no money. <laughs> what did you say? He didn't want Wale, he ain't Yeah. Let's give him a check so he won't be at the show that he probably would have been happy and throwing that check. This is actually fact. Yeah, You're right, DC, friend. Absolutely. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler defeated uh, Candice LeRae to defend the NXT Women's Championship. Okay, so was the other time match. Finish um, her, her run. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that, that's. I mean, she's got to. I mean, it has to finish. Like, I mean, yeah. Who, who is who is in line to beat her? Who do you? Who would you say? I would say. I would say in a perfect world. The person who should beat Shayna Baszler is the first person she ever injured, who recently just came back from injury, Dakota Kai. Dakota right. Kai was the first person she ever that. she yeah. ever took out. So I, I feel like the other one that just turned heel, which is um Io Shirai. It doesn't sure? make sense now because she's heel. Right, but uh, I mean, I'm just ha- Shayna Baszler. Okay, Shayna Baszler is a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong, phenomenal. I'm just ha- like it's. It's becoming to the point where it's just stale now. Like, it's co- carbon copy, like copy and paste. Like, it's the same stuff. Like, we already, we already knew that she was going to win. Hey, this is... Because I was like, we didn't know she was champion, what, three years? So, no. let's see, which, I, if you were to put her on, like, one of the main roster shows, which one would you rather have her at? I wouldn't even put her on the main roster. I keep wishing that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. What? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't put her on, I wouldn't put her on the main She's roster. She's better than every hero on the main roster, man or female. But when you put on the main roster, guess what happens? You're what? lost in the I shuffle. Mean, no! Not a character like that! She's the right hand for our Lord and Savior, Ronda Rousey! Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So what you're saying is, since she's the right hand to Ronda Rousey, she's going to have like this tremendous career? Yeah, nepotism. Fuck out of here, y'all. Nepotism. Nope. 
No. Just because no. you don't like Ronda Rousey that's doesn't that's mean that Vince McMahon does Because she's the, the just because she's one of the fake four horsewomen thing shit whatever. Original or original, the original horsewomen. The original, you mean? Garbage. They wrote the original one. Um, like that's a fact. That's not. It's not an opinion. Um, but they are the original four horsewomen. Let's mm, talk. Yes, yes. They are. Are they? Oh, yeah. you disagree? Okay, well. They were the horsewomen first. And they took from her from one of the four horsewomen's dead. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? What that doesn't mean anything. All I'm saying is that you feel that she, so because who she is and because who she's friends with, she's gonna have this tremendous career. Is yeah, nepotism. Who's she gonna? Who's she, who, if she go to the madhouse? Who's that person that she gonna fight? Becky Lynch. What? She, she took out Becky Lynch. Hello, it's that's the person that Ronda was feuding with. I, I, I love you. I think a crown might be a little tight. <laughs> Let's loosen this up. I think a crown might be a little tight. Loosen it up a little bit. Right? Agree to disagree, whatever. Let's, I don't think let's so. hear from the spotlight <laughs> and the... <laughs> trash, whatever. Okay. Let's hear from the spotlight and the true heels real quick. Hero Bud says, damn, Chrissy outsauced JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when it comes to Ronda Rousey, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. <laughs> Basically, I mean, I, I've died my feelings on Baron Corbin because I be everybody knows he's fucking he's trash. But every time Ronda he's Ronda's the king comes of up, King Corbin, it's gonna be mixed opinions. I mean, you can have mixed opinions or you want. You, but you, at you, least you everybody knows you can't say Baron Corbin is trash. You straddle in the fence. Smackdown this past week, Baron. Dave Hizzo and Clay both want to see Rhea Ripley uh, take the title from Shayna. Hmm. Okay. Another really good person. Mm -hmm. And that's the future right there because she's only, what, 24 years old? The Negro Buck does not appreciate the disrespect for Sammy Guevara. Absolutely. Hand on everybody. Riddle, Sammy, Ronda. Hey, 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 hey. He's 12. Well, <laughs> I don't care. And the Stat King says the AEW show was phenomenal. Cody and Brandy were great and the formation of the Jericho Hill stable were outstanding. And it was a great story from the beginning of the show to the end of the show as far as Sammy Guevara because we had that video package. Basically, the video package kind of set him up as a tweener or a baby face. And then with it, years old! With See? It, Hello? Come, can I finish my thought? I'm going to say Right? <laughs> but no base, babyface means good guy, so you know it okay, doesn't talk yeah, about his face. Um, <laughs> and and then and then during the match, there's a pubic hair right there. Oh the, there's nothing here. He looks and then, well. And then during the match, he puts Brandy in front of uh, his the suicide dive by Cody, and that was the most heat besides the ending that anyone got First during the all, night. Classic WWE thing that he did, where he took Macho Man, did the whole thing yeah. with Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth Classic. You did your research, friend, because you're 12 and you know that you didn't know you had to do that. Then he shook okay. Cody's hand, and then Jericho attacks Cody, and he does nothing. He just walk, he just rolls off the ring, yeah. and that set up him joining their stable at the end of the night. So beautiful storytelling. Beautiful storytelling. So one of the night, first of all. Let's so let's talk about NXT. To, uh, finish up with NXT. I would say the match of the night was obviously Cole versus uh, Riddle. That was a tremendous match. 
Uh, MVP Absolutely. either would have to go to the NXT champion or the two returns. What would you guys' uh, thoughts on the two with the two returns on NXT on USA? Which one did you think was better, Balor or Ciampa? I uh, see Top Guy JJ thinking about it. Damn, that's a hard one. Uh, that's this hard one. All right, I I'm gonna be honest with this one. I think I don't think they should have both happened in the same week. Right. Thank me you. Too. Thank you. Wait, save one for the other. Yes. Yep. Literally, like Finn Balor's moment was so big. Big. Yes. Like, that was yep. a monumental yep. risk Absolutely. that WWE is taking Take, by bringing their former Universal, former Intercontinental Champion, a very, very big star on the normal brands in Finn Balor and bringing him back to full sale. Big chance right there. Biggest moment of the night for NXT right there. Facts. They end the show with another biggest moment of the night. Which like, was it, it was show. great. Oh, it was great. Thank but you. It's like, yes. Now, what is everybody talking about at the end of NXT? Yep. Tommaso's fucking return. Yep. So now everybody's already clamoring. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everybody's clamoring for a triple threat. You just not ruined both returns, but it's like they should have each had their spotlights. That's so now you're giving them both the spotlight at the same time. One of them's now got to take a big-ass L. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. it's like you kind of salted one of their returns because one is not going to be as big as the yep, other one. Because yep. now Tommaso is literally the biggest NXT star and probably the biggest NXT heel since yep. Kevin Owens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And now that Tommaso is back, it's like he has to win. He has, he has to win. He has to win the championship. Sure. But now it's like, why the Fuck did y'all bring Finn Balor back? Because he was possibly their greatest NXT champion. Right. So it's like, what? Like, it's great that they're back, yes. But why did y'all do it both but in night one, one of AEW's thing? I know it's for AEW, but it's sometimes you're too <laughs> and you're saturated a little bit too much. Sometimes when you're over-season the food, it tastes a little bit salty. It tastes a little bit too peppery. It's a little too much. So if you would have just ended the night with that great title match yep. and just called it a yep. fucking mm -hmm. night, that would have been a great NXT show. Didn't need Tommaso until after fucking Finn Balor and Cole's beef ends. Yeah. It just, it just, it was. Uh, I mean, great stuff, but it shouldn't have too much too in much. one yep. shot. Mm -hmm. Anything from the nation? Yeah. Well, Kenneth Dickens begs to differ. Um, now nah, it was a good idea to have them both come out at the same show. Because now it'll have fans talking because you'll have Finn versus Trump. I mean... No, okay. that's not what they that's set up, though. That, they, set up, they set up both of them versus Gar Cole. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's facts. different from what you said, buddy. They both came out at the same time. Yeah. Anything else? That's it? Yeah, that was, okay. Go ahead, Mimi. Right. What did you think was better, Ciampa or Baller? Um, again, I just think Ciampa was completely overshadowed. Um, yeah. Truthfully, I really didn't see pretty much the entire show. I just saw bits and pieces here. But the number one thing, even just Instagram, everything that I kept seeing, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Finn Balor. See? So if I had not actually seen it, I wouldn't have recognized that Chumpa even like, came back. I actually didn't know Chumpa returned till right now. Everyone that watched NXT live that night, mm -hmm. at the end of the show, everybody was talking Chapa. Yeah. Yes. The following day, everyone was talking so about Balor. Mm -hmm. So it was like literally Chapa's moment lasted until midnight. 
It was a 15 minute. <laughs> Once Cinderella's shoe had to come off, yep. it became Finn Balor's spotlight all over again. So because like, the way it happened it was better than when Ciampa came out. Right, because Ciampa came out, basically <laughs> walked out, did a stare down, the night ended. That's it. It yep. was over. It ended. It yep. ended. Finn yeah. Balor came out, and it was like, he came out, he did a stare on with... um. Adam Cole, he actually talked with the crowd. He did his whole entrance song. He did his his entrance through the whole thing. And he still was more impactful than Ciampa. And so mm-hmm. it, it definitely was overshadowed, for sure. I, I agree. One should have been for the next two weeks, maybe, probably. I agree with uh, them. On the night, Balor had the better return. I feel long-term, Ciampa is much better for NXT because on a number of levels, if this happened six months ago, I'd be 100% with everybody here that Balor on NXT is great news. But six months ago, we didn't have Balor set up uh, a feud with the top star on the main roster. Mm. He got defeated by The Fiend, which was supposed to put him out for two months, and everyone thought that would set up Demon versus Fiend for later down the line when The Fiend was the Universal Champion. Window. For him now to go to the third brand, because no matter how much we love NXT, it's the third brand, and it's a brand he's the longest reigning champion in history. He just went backwards. He's competing for a title. He's the greatest champion ever for. Are you fucking kidding me? It's backwards. It's fucking backwards. And and but 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 I will say the other thing I do want to note though for Balor himself. It's great news because he's still getting paid $800,000 a year to work less. So as far as Chamba, as far as, as, as Balor, Balor, Balor wise, that's great news. WWE wise, I don't know how that makes sense. Again, the people that's writing this shit, I don't know what they, I need a job, hello? No, that, me? that's just the, the number one problem with this two hour NXT was they just threw everything at the at, wall. At and three weeks of NXT has proven to me that it's a great one-hour show that they are dragging out for two hours. Thank you. Facts. Yes, but yes. It's Facts. a great... Because it should be one hour. It like, should be one hour. After, like, the second it, hour, you're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't want to really watch this right now. There's a somewhat problem for NXT is that all the shit that they threw, most of it stuck. Mm, yeah. So now it's like, what do you exclude on a week-to-week basis? Because you can't have them do the same program every, every day. Week. You're not going to start off every week with an NXT title match. You're right. not going to have... Right. You're not gonna have three three title matches on the show. You're not gonna have limited commercials every fucking week. You're not gonna have a 15 minute overrun next week because Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. When I looked at the time and I was like, oh, 18 minutes. This is gonna be a great match. Then I realized we had 15 minutes on top of that, and they made a great 15 minute match into a very long ass, pretty good 30 minute match. That's what happened. That overrun. It was a good match. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. It was okay? It was pretty that good. That was what you saying? It was pretty good. Right, so any final thoughts before we move on to SmackDown? I thought, I thought it was good. Huh? Any final thoughts before we move on? I think, I think that's all for uh, NXT on USA. I know you've been wanting to get into that's the 20th cool. anniversary of SmackDown, SmackDown. So what was your thoughts on Friday Night SmackDown's debut oh. on Fox? Well, welcome back, Rock. That's one. Two, also, hey. I thoroughly enjoyed the roast of Baron Corbin. Oh, my God. I mean... Cracky. Um, yes, the I have the exact quote. Budget Burger King on crack. You look like a 35-year-old... A virgin at Comic-Con. Yes. AEW was doing a panel at Comic-Con. 
I, I respect the shade. <laughs> Becky Lynch when she was just like, oh, she's more of a man than him, and she doesn't even have testicles. That that other part was also beautiful. No, it was the ro- like, the the rock was like the rock was like, you're a king. You don't need to get dressed up like a king. <laughs> Becky's a man. She doesn't have. She's not she walking around with testicles. Right. Well, if I did, I would have bigger ones than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of Becky Lynch's best lines of the year. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did they even rehearse this? I don't even think they ever rehearsed yeah. it. This was just going off the wall. He was just like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. First right. Of all, also, he came out fucking look like Jon Snow. Let me just fucking throw that out there. Hello. Right, I, sa- I said, didn't I say, let's make our own different cape? Different? Like, why do you look like uh, Jon Snow? the Night's Watch. Right. <laughs> who, who said, let's make him a robe like that? Who said that? Yeah. It's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but you carbon copied him as a Jon Snow mm-hmm. wannabe at Comic-Con. But that's what exactly. makes it... It makes it hilarious. It makes it look intriguing. So, <laughs> it and, it and it gives more heat, yes. That's what makes it intriguing. Yes, it makes you more like, you know, this, this nigga right this here, like, yeah, this motherfucker, like... like and he comes out with the shell, like, the shell is, like, under, and he walks up, like, yes. Yes, I am the king of the like King Corbin, and then he has to hold his crown as he gets in the ring, like, <laughs> like, dude, like, what? But it makes you like hate him even more because he's a fucking asshole. Right. He's a great asshole. That's he what it is. Just desserts with a people's elbow on the yes. bottom. You had to, you had to give it to the crowd. If you, if that wasn't included, people would have just turned off. Right. Yes. Now. Like straight up. That's just what. Yeah. It, it just shows that the Rock can mm-hmm. still. Have a crowd pop! Oh my god! Oh That's my so god! Did you? That's I can. I felt yeah. the chill. The like rock, I didn't even have to be there the and felt it. Is the greatest crowd controller what? in the history of yeah. any pro wrestling venue ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. You could call Stone Cold what it is. Yes, he is the owner yep. of crowd. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, owner. Absolutely. It, it, it is not even a debate. To and that. to show you that this person hasn't even been in a ring for like how many years, and he can still control. A crowd, control him, and he's not even a rock. He's Dwayne, basically. He's Dwayne. I look at him, I see Dwayne. I don't even see the rock anymore. I see Dwayne. I see the star of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even see Hobbs and Shaw. Like, basically, do the people's elbow. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I see Hobbs. I see Hobbs basically going on a people's elbow on Corbin. That's not even his name. It can't be even Rock no more. He's Dwayne or Hobbs going from Fast and Furious. Against these people in WWE, that's what it is. He's not even he, the Rock has gone and been closed. No, he, he's the Rock for that two minutes where his music comes on. You, <laughs> if you smell yeah. when you get that, and he didn't even do, he didn't even do the eyebrow, nothing like that. He just came out, no, just like looked at them, just like yeah, like pumping up, like he was just pumping. Yeah, nigga was straight Dwayne. He was straight Dwayne. <laughs> he was straight Dwayne. Like he was not even a Rock anymore. <laughs> he can't even do it if you he smell. Like you can't even Dwayne. like still own it. Still owned, owned it. it. Still owned it. But still stole it. Yeah. Moving still on, so it. including that, Becky, um, the, obviously, what I, one thing I will say that I did appreciate is we didn't send her ass to the back and then have her come back out for another entrance. They just was like, all right, stay put. We about to bring out Charlotte. We about to bring out Bailey. We about to bring out Sasha. So fun. Shout out to Bailey's yeah. um, and Sasha's ring gear. Your husband is doing a phenomenal yes. job. I want to just say Absolutely. the sugar skulls are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It is October. It's Halloween month. Good for you. It is Awesome. Mm-hmm. Other than that, trash. Great, thanks. <laughs> the match wasn't that great. Um, Charlotte did, and that's what you yeah. call a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Charlotte did have an impressive moonsault, um, and then she just figured Bailey, and then that's it, and then Helena sells tomorrow with the women's match. Exactly. Okay. That's it. That was all. That was it. That was it. That was shit. Helena sells tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Can we just say no one promoted Helena Cell? Right. The whole week. That's we had true. Monday. We had Wednesday and we had thir- I mean on um, Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. 
No one said anything about Hell in a Cell. They mentioned it. They did. What, what, what time they mentioned if that? If you blink, then you they missed it. You blink, you blink, you blink. Thank you. You're so much pressure. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, no one is invested in this pay-per-view that's tomorrow. But, but, no but one that's no. not their job. We got, we, we got, we got one more special Again, guest to get into that. Me <laughs> and I are just <laughs> saying. He's like up in the chair. Who told her? Like, damn. I could have sworn. She's about to roast y'all for something that they have no control over. First of all, Hell in a Cell, who's, who's in that? Who's just so y'all know, this shit is good as <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Survivor. Shout out to White Grape, because this shit is good. <laughs> Hell no, that <laughs> uh, the drunk guy behind you took the rest of it. Yo, because I will drink for the for the next couple ahead. of months. Oh fuck so yeah! Moving on, we had an interruption with from the Firefly Funhouse and during awesome. uh, Seth, where Mercy the Buzzard killed <laughs> Robin Rabbit. Yo, this man died like four times already. of fucking the Firefly Funhouse. First of all, if, if the fiend loses tomorrow. Garbage. 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 The whole thing is a shit show of a fucking writers. You all should be fired. Yeah. No pay. No nothing. Basuda. Nothing. How that little ass puppet had all that cotton? <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about it, friend. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Mad cotton. All right, so obviously, right, the Fiend, Mandible, Claude, Seth, yada, yada. He got He's having a best. I'm saying the Fiend is having the best week. Yeah. First of all, he was on a, the, the, um, did you see him on the new show? Yes. Phenomenal. I didn't see it. Phenom yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. Yo, I'm putting it in the chat right now. For, for all the shit that we give WWE, sure. I will give them a whole lot of props Hello. for letting Bray Wyatt own this character. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Because this is something that has been right from the start. Yep. Absolutely. It's been right from first, the start. I think everybody was like, what the fuck is he trying to do some Pee Wee Herman ass That's shit exactly for? That's exactly what I was saying. Mm -hmm. First scene, I was like, what the? Right. I, I knew it owned from the moment I saw it. The thing is, I wasn't on board at first. I'm not even going to lie to you. I wasn't on board. I wasn't on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Exactly. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Episode, episode one was like, this is trash. Yeah, this is different. That's what it is. Like, you have to understand, like, if you come in on some, like, okay, and I'm going to say this one comment. I feel like what Bailey was trying to do is similar, in essence, to what um, Bray was doing with this whole double personality shit. How where, so? Where Bailey's coming out like, I'm a good, you know, I'm one of the good guys. I'm a loyal friend. I'm this. I'm great. All this. But really, it's a psychosis that, no, you're a fucking bitch. You're an asshole. Like, <laughs> you're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That sounds like Chucky. <laughs> So at first it's kind of like you don't know. All right, all right. Let me see this shit through. Like again, Firefly Funhouse. At first I was just like, I don't know about this shit. Yeah. Like what fucking direction you going, my right, man? Right, right. Yes, mom. yes. But you had to build it up so that when you fucking saw that fucking entrance with the fucking lantern, I know I was going back, but that shit had me like, all right, I'm gonna fucking watch this product. And not for enough, they didn't even show an episode yep. on Monday. They waited till yep. Friday. Exactly. They waited till Friday. And Which Seth was I like that. I like that right. not overdoing it. Correct. You know what I mean? They had to have a Firefly Flun House on the Fox they had, Of course they did. But right. you, you had to show like, okay, we're not gonna throw this down your mm -hmm. throat, even though we exactly. have a pay-per-view tomorrow on Sunday. Which most people forgot about already oh, so so what do you say out of everything that happened on smackdown what was your number one highlight from the show the match of the night for me was kevin owens and shane I, I, i'm sorry but like seriously both men i mean it's and again just 
fuck Shane McMahon in general. Yes, but, absolutely. But shout out to him for just wanting to commit suicide every fucking time he has a match. Every that had ridiculous spots in it. And it just was ridiculous. Because, <laughs> exactly. So like the, and he don't even have to do this, to be honest. He really doesn't need to. No. He does not have... But I think he has a joy of mm -hmm. doing it. Exactly. I really think that he enjoys going out there to yeah. fight. Because yeah. after a while, I'm like, he don't need this. He don't have to come out and fight people at all. No. And he got like five kids or whatever, five boys or whatever. <laughs> he don't have to be exactly. here. Yeah. But he's actually going out because he likes doing this exactly. for no reason and getting beat up. Yep. And, and he's a shit show of a fighter, but he can put on spots and he will get, get things done to make the crowd invested in these matches. So, and you're gonna put Kevin over those. Exactly. So go ahead. I mean, so basically, what it, what the result of the match was is that essentially Shane is fired from SmackDown, which yes, means probably Shane yeah. is fired from TV. Yeah, so he's gonna be popping up on Raw pretty soon. Not for nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Not for nothing. like, wait, how is he fired from the show when he's one of the owners of the show? Like, he's still gonna be back there, like regardless. Exactly. That's, when, that's when you put on the and say he's been fired from TV. That's, exactly. what, that's what, that's what right. I sounds like, from TV. well, exactly. babe, that's the storyline, and you know he's not going to, like, say, hey, like, I can't have my, my, my shares anymore of this company. Exactly. So but he's going to just be in the back until they write him in some kind of other way. So then we had um, an eight-man tag just because, you know, six-man tag in AEW wasn't enough. So, you know. You'll have eight. We had to just do eight. Which no. is completely fucking wild and unreasonable for no damn reason. Uh, but that, that, it seemed like a very like filler, random eight-man tag. But then it was just a, a, a whole angle to bring uh, Tyson Fury to the WWE. Exactly. Which was stupid yes. as hell. Yes. Because WWE once again shot themselves in the foot. Because everyone forgot Tyson Fury was even on the fucking show by the time Cain Velasquez comes out. They do too much in these fucking players. Wait, hold on. So Natty's husband came outside? No, Tyson Fury. Really? Oh, the okay. undefeated box, boxing champion. Out. Oh! Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Because he actually... Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Tyson Fury, so what he did you know is, he is? No, he basically Tyson jumped Fury to go is, attack Braun. That's so just, basically, just yeah. put mm -hmm. Chrissy on. So Tyson Fury is one of the, the, the best heavyweight fighters in the world. He actually had a very, very good... Heavyweight title fight with Deontay Wilder. The actual oh, yes, 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 Wilder to his limit. So they brought him over to Friday Night SmackDown for the premiere, which obviously star power meets Braun Strowman. And he's oh. going to be on Monday Night Raw this Monday. Got it. You're welcome for the education. Got it. Oh, yes. He and I can't. Everyone thought he would have beat Deontay. I can't. I can't. I thought that Dante Wilder would have fucked him yeah, up. I can't wait for Tyson Fury to get a live WWE mic. That's what I am waiting for. It was furious that Tyson Fury was like this dude that came in like that Deontay. Because Deontay was like. Because Tyson Fury can fight. Right. Yeah. He's, yes. He's, so yes, then we yes, had, uh, yes, Roman yes. Okay, now. Roman Reigns versus uh, Rowan, Luke Harper, trying to just came in with the interrupt. Why do we have the storyline? I fell asleep. Yeah, I'll be yeah, honest. I fell just, asleep. Hey, The um, Rock is here. Let's throw his cousin on just for shit to yes, get I fell okay. asleep and I woke up when so, Brock was I'll coming tell out. You what happened during that? I went to the Chinese store to get some food. Oh, okay, good. I'm a Roman fan. I'm a Daniel Bryan fan. I fell asleep. I, was done. I fell asleep. Okay. Daniel Bryan was there too? Yeah, he was on commentary. Yeah, I was done. Commentary? Yeah, I was done. Oh, then we had the most controversial squash moment of the night, which was. Of 2019. <laughs> 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 2019, for sure. Which was the Lesnar versus King. Yeah, we ain't got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a Seven seconds, exactly. Seven. It was Three. You know, Rey Mysterio, you know, came out with Cain Velasquez. 
Um, one thing I do want to point out is also because UFC has had a history of being on Fox, which the McMahons made emphasis at the very oh, beginning of the show. Really? Yeah. So yes. Yeah, what so, did they say? Um. Well, they you know they were I just like it. shouting out again. First like couple minutes of, of SmackDown, they just were like, oh, I just want to thank Fox, blah blah blah, basically because they're fucking paying us. Thank you so much. Yep. Oh, um, got you. Okay. So they did you know their little you know their little spotlight on that, and then of course because UFC has that history with Fox. You expect to see more former UFC champs in WWE. Just mm. that's just how I feel about that. I feel like this whole Kane Velasquez feud with Brock Lesnar is going to set up Daniel Cormier coming no, to no, WWE. I think that what's going to happen with any former UFC champions is that they have mm. to have some form of affiliation with anything of star power mm, to right. bring them into the WWE. Because if you just bring in whoever the the, the guy that beat Daniel Cormier right now, nobody's going to know who he is. So it's like if you bring in that guy. They're not going to know who he is. Mm. Now, now, obviously, everybody in the world knows who Bones Jones is. So everybody, if they know about oh, him, nice. even if they react, because they had an interaction with him and Brock Lesnar, those two kind of had a little bit of a back and forth. Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar wanted to fight Jones, and Jones said he would embarrass him. Hold but on. that's beyond the Bones, now, the thing Bones is, Jones. Kane is a legitimate, legitimate. Kane Vasquez is a legitimate he's a beast. Beast, absolutely. Because the thing is, he has fucked up Brock Lesnar in UFC. Round one. In a real fight. In a round, round one. Round one. Yeah. We got a huge Brock Mark in here, and he can't even defend that. Oh, we're going we're gonna to bring him on. We're going to bring him on in just a bit. This is him right here. That night. So, this is him right here. Basically, yeah. because Kate Vasquez, you know, has obviously had heat in the past oh, with Brock Lesnar, I can absolutely see them building to something with that. Whether it's in this, the next Saudi show, they just throw in a match for shits and giggles, I would not be fucking surprised. The rumor the rumor is it's going to be Cain Velasquez versus mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar at WWE's We Saudi Money for of Crown course. Jewel. Why would when I? When we doing Crown Jewels um, for again. I will say that I did. Wait, October 31st. Halloween? Velasquez. In sweet Saudi because money. because this is the most amount of money they can pay Kane Velasquez. If he does this show in Saudi, he's getting at show. least one million dollars. So so yeah. he has a business, oh, yeah. right? So Saudi's gonna give them that money. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, Saudi is gonna get. We think is a business, right? Why can't you just bank some of that money and then pay him for an irrelevant a relevant pay per view? Well, the the hope is that this is just one match to start the feud, and that no, it's no a it's a watch it's a long term feud like the Brock I'm versus Goldberg feud where Kane wins the first one to set up Brock getting his win back on a bigger show. So hopefully that's it. I hope so, so because that would so be Mimi, give your final thoughts on SmackDown and then anywhere, anything else you want yeah, to promote. I mean, really the only final comment to that was uh, specifically with that match is I did appreciate how Brock and Paul Heyman both sold that as being completely scared shitless. Like, oh shit, this is Loved actually it. a threat. Loved it. Because also as a fan, we have gotten so fucking tired of Brock Lesnar Yo, winning. yep. So finally, there's a threat, and now everyone's gonna be all right. We we team Keith Velasquez because you know what? At the end of the day, we want Brock Lesnar the fuck out of WWE, even though he signed a five-year contract. Fuck it, whatever. Right? You think you get rid of him? He's still here. At the end of the day, <sighs> SmackDown was a great a great show, but for me, I I really I mean I just enjoyed AEW Dynamite the most. Um, it was just the freshest product for me mm -hmm. overall. Um, but this new season, new era of you know WWE. Well, when do we have seasons of wrestling come I know. along? Season, episode Any, anytime they want a reason to pop a rating. Exactly. Uh, where can they check you out on social media, Mimi? Uh, Instagram, Mimi Chula NYC. If you have any t-shirt requests, please send them away. And stay out of my DMs, especially if you're a married wrestler. So, Don't look up in the sky if you think she's talking about you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mimi. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you, Mimi, for, for, for coming back to the show. We got to make sure you come back soon enough once again. And we got one final special guest. He was our last special guest on True Hill Heat 49. We need to hear his predictions for Hell in a Cell. But more importantly, what he thought about his man, the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, running away like a scalded dog from Cain Velasquez. He is the living legend himself. One word, my toxic brother, LM3, the living legend, Larry Morgan. What's up, man? I mean, it's a beautiful thing, man. Listen, I'm just saying that that that, that bounce was kind of fucked up. Your man was as scared as your bounce, man. Well, so what was your thoughts on your that? Man was scared, well, thank man. you for having me back from beauty to beast. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you um, definitely downgraded really? the seat. I did, I did. You I did. definitely downgraded the seat. <laughs> I gotta say, um, what a beautiful day it is. We live in a world where Brock Lesnar is the WWE champion. SmackDown champion, first the of all. Jared Goat. Is the champion. champion. The champion. <laughs> We've been bubbly, but y'all drink it all. This is it, thing. We didn't know you was coming. You should have told us you was coming. And a bonus. IWGP champion, Okada. This is a beautiful world to live in. My champions. Let's go, man. <laughs> Welcome back, Larry, the living legend, Larry Morgan. Before we get into our predictions for Hell in a Cell, any comments from the Spotlight and the True Hills? Um, people do not seem to be happy that Mimi left. Ah, I, I, I know, we had one more guest to say he's in, guys. <laughs> oh, I mean, just know that, that, I, that, I, that I put up an official protest for a petition to get the goddess more appearances on here. They basically he wants to replace me. No, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's kind of. I mean, no, no, no. He ain't going nowhere. I've no, but how about he ain't going nowhere? I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Mimi should be back four, right? Hey, I agree. She hey, deserves it. She's the Brock Lesnar of True Hill Heat. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to kick out. I mean, to agree. She just came up on here. Haven't seen her in a bunch of episodes. Came on here and kicked some motherfucking knowledge and looked goddamn better than the knowledge. Get it? One, 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 one of my favorite part, one of here my favorite times, one of my favorite memories. We hit fucking Sid in the back with a chair. There you are, man. <laughs> you said one of your memories. Is that your your best memory from True Hill Heat? Well, that's one of my best. I, I like when you and uh when, when you were baby Seth went at it, bro. Classic. <laughs> the first one. Classic. Six star. Six star right. classic Six by Uncle Dave. So you went against baby Seth first, and then you went against the guy from the Jabba Chiz. We say, yeah, I, I go against everybody. That's what I'm saying. You oh yeah, yeah. He, he did go against um uh Wilkins too. Sir Wilkins, uh, the set up toxic talk. Yeah, the set up toxic. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, well, you two are right? Black against, um, the undefeated, the undefeated, true heel phenom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. We need the phenom belt now. Yes, I do. <laughs> but we got to get into our hell in the cell, our, our predictions. We're gonna go through this Fuck quick because we got to drinking all that. Shit. We got we got to sign off. We gotta sign off this episode, so we're gonna get through. And luckily for us, Hell in a Cell has four matches scheduled as of right now. So yes, only four. Yeah, this is like a tag team. Yeah, 
takeover paper. Absolutely. So tag tag team match. Absolutely. Tag team match. We got the big dog Roman Reigns teaming with Daniel Bryan to versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. I'm gonna go kick it with Mimi. And well, um, <laughs> who you got, Roman or Brian or or uh, Roman and Harper? Unfortunately, I'm going with Ro- Roman and Brian, but um, I would love for Brian to turn heel on Roman because I hate Daniel Bryan as a babyface. I he's way more entertaining. As a hill, a hill, yep, I love absolutely. Daniel Bryan as a hill. I hate him. As I a never liked him as because it makes you fucking virgin nerd. Yes, movement virgins. Crawl out of your mommy's basement and then Yes, me too! Oh my god! Oh my god! No I get it. yes, fuck it, yes! Fuck about the yes! Yes, absolutely! Fuck y'all! Fuck y'all! Fuck the yes move. I said what I said. Come on, you want to fuck you. Yes, absolutely. Fucking lose it. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. You know, Roman must look strong. You know, I'm a Roman fan, so he must look strong. You know. I'm just saying, I don't. I agree with you all the fuck. Who you got, Roman and Brian or Rowan and Harper? I mean, Roman and Brian are fully going to fucking win. However, I would like for the other two to win because. Daniel Bryan as a hell as a face, it's trash. Oh wait, yeah. I'm, I, first, of, first of all, I'm never, I'm not even a Daniel Bryan fan. Kind of feels nice sitting in the producer's chair because, <laughs> um, because I don't know what the fuck. Has, there's so much passion about this bullshit match. Well, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rowan versus and Harper because I do believe oh, so that Roman Reigns will be playing the role of Sting and the rest of the guys will be playing the role of the Horseman. So wow, really? Yes, SmackDown Sting. Yeah, Sting used to always be in positions where he would believe Ric Flair is a good guy, <laughs> and then he would team with Ric Flair, and then he would get his ass kicked by the whole horseman. Oh, yes, yes, the entire horseman. You bring back all the wrestling. Yes. Please. SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line. This was made after Friday Night SmackDown. It's going to be Bailey defending against Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Again? Yes. Who you got, Bailey or Charlotte? Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah. Bailey or Charlotte? Charlotte, man. I hope Charlotte, bro. High five, friend. Woo! Woo! Bailey or Charlotte? The goddess, the the greatness. Uh, I definitely see Charlotte finally getting. Let's talk about trash. Number ten. Let's talk about trash champions. I see Charlotte. She's one of them. Hello. Charlotte getting number ten. I think Bailey wins this one to set up Charlotte and Becky swapping roles. Becky's gonna be on SmackDown. Charlotte's gonna be on Monday Night Raw. You think Ra- so, friend? Yes. That's actually a good prediction. Raw. Ra- that. That's actually, actually really Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? Totally, he's usually always fucking right, which I don't like to agree with. Oh, Lord. She said it. He's usually not at 10 chances right. She said it, not me. A Raw Women's Championship is on the line in a Hell in a Cell. The second ever female Hell in a Cell match is going to be Becky Lynch defending against Sasha Banks. This is coming off of their brawl at Night of Ch- uh, Clash of Champions. Champions. Who you got? Becky or Sasha? This better be Sasha. I, I would say this yeah. better Sasha. be Sasha. Like Sasha fuck, this better be Sasha. Because this the has first... to be Sasha. It yeah. has to be Becky or Sasha. I'm saying Sasha only because the first match that they had, no one won. Yeah. Right. Well, so, Sasha won. Well, by Sa- DQ. Right. But I'm saying is now that we're in a hell in a cell, we can get that classic match. But for her, her turning hill. She has to be healed for a reason, so she's going to be champion. Hopefully. Hopefully. Sasha Hopefully. versus Becky. I'm going with my wifey, Sasha. 
And this is across the board, fully across. I feel like this is going to be the same for the next match, but I'm going to agree with the the uh, the rest of the hosts. I'm going with Sasha Banks. WWE Universal Championship is on the line. One of the best built main events in quite some time. Hell in a Cell match is going to be yes, Seth yes, Rollins yes. defending against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Living legend, who you got? Man, let me tell you something, bro. I would love a reality, a Survivor Series. Brock Lesnar. What? Versus... The Fiend. Fiend versus Beast. Champion versus Champion. How it should be. Fiend I'm versus the Beast. Fiend. I want the Fiend. Yo, to I'm, I'm just going, I'm, I don't mean, I don't know if there was an order to the picking right now. Go ahead. And y'all know right now, I swear to God, if the Fiend is not the champion on Monday Night Raw, I am not doing True Hill 51. And I, I'm not fucking doing it. Well, I won't I'm not be, fucking doing it. I like, won't be here for 51 because I'm on vacation. So, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, No. This has been the best thing the WWE has done all year. This has been the best thing the WWE has done all year. I mean, you gotta put that out there, friend. Like, like, I was gonna tell them after the show was over. I'm not gonna sit here and look y'all in the fucking camera and sit here try to explain this shit if the Fiend is not the champion after Sunday night. Nothing to explain. I mean, I I mean, we didn't see any titles change on the last pay per view, so I'm guessing that Hell in Cell will change the the the, the champions. Was the revival, it? The revival won the titles. Okay. The revival won SmackDown. Oh, let's, right, right, right. let's talk about real champions, friend. Let's talk about real champions. We're not talking about yeah, like the, 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 the titles the, the, are like the 24 right, titles. Exactly. Oh, come on, man. Don't go this Damn. That's... Yeah, I was going to say 24. Who said Marshmallow is a 24 champion? That's why you shouldn't fucking compare the tag titles. The prestigious tag titles to that fucking... Prestigious? WWE has treated the tag titles like prestige? Hey, Carl. Carmella is the two-time 25-7 champion. The PG Core fucking championship. Fuck that. See, you got Larry starting again. This is why we spent like 30 minutes on this shit last time. Okay, I'm going to. I don't even have an ounce of fucking Listen, I needed to get Larry started somehow. I'm going to go with The Fiend. If he doesn't win, this is all trash. Sorry. I'm going with The Fiend as well. Across the board, we're going to The Fiend. So we got to wrap things up for this edition of True Hill Heat. We broke Drunk Guy JJ's edition. And this is the longest episode oh, yeah. of True Hills ever. ever. Let's hear from the spotlight and the True Hills before we sign so wait, this shit off. So those are the four matches that we can count for? Yes. Does that mean they're going to throw this shit together like nothing to Brock tomorrow? Brock Lesnar for ending the reign of terror 2.0. Wow, really, friend? I said what I said. Aren't you black, though? I said what I said, friend. You're black, though. Let's deal with the comments. Your black card is big. And I'm pro-black, bro. We're going to trade Larry Morgan. Wrestling ain't about fucking race. We're going to trade Larry Morgan for um what's her name? Uh, what's Mr. Black. Mr. Black. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, Dave Vizzo says replace JJ with Mimi. <laughs> no. no, you got to no, do that. No, reply. no, no. But Clay actually says replace Chrissy with Mimi. Oh. Why? Oh. Now you just need to get banned from the fucking. How about we just have Chrissy and Mimi? Thank like, you, Larry Morning. We're like, like oh, oh, AEW, oh, oh, fucking NXT. Oh, why about both? Huh? <laughs> see, what I, see what I mean when you don't shouldn't read certain people's comments, friends. <laughs> Don't win. Don't read. Don't read. We all win with both, man. Come on. Wow. Anything else? Wow. Any comments worth reading? Uh, (laughs) Exactly. So we got two plugs, two announcements. So the two announcements are the more important. Number one. We have another announcement for a True Hill Heat viewing party. What? What? When? Well, listen. 
You didn't know that. You're announcing it. I'm literally announcing it. I'm literally announcing it. He's making the announcement. He's making it, but he's making the announcement. Chrissy, we all don't know. If you must. If you must. On November 9th, one month's time, for AEW Full Gear, Saturday, November 9th, we will be, the True Hill Heat cast will be in Brooklyn. Yes, two out of the three of us are from Brooklyn. We're going to be in Brooklyn. Uh, the Living Legend is from Brooklyn, as well as uh, True Hill Mimi. So we're going to be in Brooklyn at what? I said hey, my two hosts. <laughs> uh, at the Great Bar, it is called Love story in Bushwick our former producer that we got a shout out for one episode the true face of the True Hills group hate one of the true faces or he claims to be uh, <laughs> Romeo the true troll Romeo the true troll is actually cousins with the owner of love story he yes, set he this is. up so we want to give a big thanks oh, wow. to, to Thank Romeo Colon Big thanks to Romeo, Romeo setting this up. Wait, so, Romeo needs to be on the show. Romeo. No, we're gonna. Romeo doesn't like being on camera. That's why his only uh, oh. uh, contribution was as a producer. Love so Romeo. Romeo, though we are inviting you to be on True Hill Heat because yes, we are we gonna, gonna film, film True Hill Heat live before Full Gear. We're gonna be your pre-show. We're gonna give a live viewing of True Hill Heat before that. Full Gear Saturday, November 9th. So That's please be on the lookout for that. We're going to give announcements well ahead of time about the information. We're going to have an events page for that. So we're going to invite all the True Hills to that. So if you're in the New York City area, the Brooklyn area more specific, you're not able to go to Baltimore, join us with the livest wrestling fans in the world at Love Story in Brooklyn. The second announcement is that... You got the Wednesday Night Wars with NXT and AEW on Wednesdays. But get ready for the next day right here on Facebook Live for the Thursday Night Wars. We had Janelle, Janelle from HR announced that Jobber Tears. I did not know this at the beginning of the episode. Jobber Tears will now be oh on Thursdays. God. Well, guess what? We can't be on Fridays. We can't be on Saturdays all the time. Yes. So we will be on Thursdays. live here on Facebook Live for True Hill Heat. The, coming up in the next couple of months, we're going to have more videos for our True Hill Heat YouTube channel. I'm going to start be doing like reviews for different shows, so there's a lot in store. We got more announcements to come, but that's our first two. Full Gear Love Story, November 9th. Love Story in Bushwick, Brooklyn. THH True Hill Heat will now be no, on Thursdays. That's why I was like, don't ruin the surprise. Wait, 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 did we not just communicate that we all three just agreed that we're going to be on Thursdays? And hey, now he's like, it's wait. all right. You got Wednesday Night Wars on TV. You got yeah, Thursday yeah, Night Wars on Facebook Live. So I'm hearing a lot of these comments, right? So I think um, we we bring a lot of heat to this show, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we really need the microphones anymore. Probably not. No. Well, you guys definitely. No, don't. you're wearing one. And yes. If you see the comment section, is R.I.P. to my ears. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, like ears, but, well, I did just yell. But what yeah. I, is that I we, mean, we, we had to we make a big announcement. We well, it's usually y'all two. No, no, but so. oh, 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 let us bring up the Undertaker. You're just as high as you. <laughs> 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 yes. 
Choose your answer. Just say, I'm not. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. I usually we usually get comments like this, and it's usually right trigger. He he does get upset. No, it's him. Um, he's so, the two plugs, of course, we got my good friend here from Toxic Talk. Check out the next edition of Toxic Talk. Larry we are going to be filming that over the weekend. We got two new episodes to yeah to film tomorrow. You don't two back to back, so? Of course, we do every week, so we don't have to film every week. Uh, oh, four, no. four quarters. I may, I, may, I may just be pull a uh, Rick Rude and be on both shows one night, bro. Mm. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> one, of these, okay. one of these weeks, we'll see. You never know. Okay. Four Corners Podcast, like I said, Chicago Bulls post MJ uh, Collapse episode is up on the on uh, Anchor as well as iTunes, wherever you can check us out. Plug for our power cover with me and Chrissy Love, start from finish up until the beginning of season yeah, we six. Have to finish, we have to finish the season because this season's been crazy. True Hills group page, you can join us now. True Hill Heat is up to 4.5 thousand uh, followers. The Spotlight Nation. Uh, Jonathan Escudero, one of our admins for True Hill Heat, has a great page called Dirt Sheet radio so check that out battle club pro miss chrissy love you can check her out the C sensational miss chrissy uh on instagram as well as yes, twitter IG, yep. we got true hill underscore top guy jj over here to the right on instagram you can check out battle club pro on instagram as well true hill he is on youtube become a subscriber now please, you please. can become be like the true hill trinity and we will send you a t-shirt yep. we will send you the t-shirt if you contribute to our youtube channel because we got to bust those numbers up toxic yes. talk Battle Club Pro, Jimmy McElram. I'm talking about power on there, so check that out. Our reviews, iTunes, you can check out True Hill Heat, Toxic Talk, and the Four Quarters Podcast. So, until True Hill Heat 51, we're going to have an announcement on that. This is the living legend Larry Morgan. We got the True Hill Goddess Mimi. We had Glenn, Glenn Ford. We had Drunk Guy JJ, Janelle from HR, Brian from the Weed and Wrestling Podcast. For the True Hill Resident Alcoholic, Top Guy JJ, the lovely Miss Chris love this has been true real heat 50 we thank you for until next time